Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the second attempt at recording this fantastic podcast. So Thursday afternoons. That it usually is. This is now done on a Friday morning. This yeah, is the most up to date it's ever been. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And and there was news last night as well. It was the classic podcast curse that always happens. Yeah. So in a way, it was a good thing. In a way. But it was but it was in a way. In, in a way they should be equal. But it was a very frustrating <laughs> afternoon. It was, it was tech it was. issues it was galore. It was, it was Discord. Yeah, it was Discord. It was uh, yeah. They're messing up, but there's an update that we've all just added installed. So I'm hoping that that fixes it. That's we'll right. See. Discord, Discord was broken, irrevocably, could not be fixed. But the AW doctor cleared it for action. Wait. You're watching the Coldaholic Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. I am Mafu, joined by the fantastic leader of the Coldaholic crew. That's his official title, Mr. Adam Pacino. Chat the job. Oh, oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. How's it going? Gone grand and Jack the Jobber is also here. How the hell Hello. are you? Hello, I'm okay. How are you? I'm the leader of the Jackalites. Mm. Oh, it's good. That. Oh, no, don't bring that back. <laughs> nothing against nothing against the members of the Jackalites. Get the face uh, paint on. No, it was bad. <laughs> Do you remember this, Matthew? Oh, I thought you did a pun on a Jacobites or something. No, Jacobites. Acolytes, like the the wrestling. Oh, no, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was when I is that, when I, got, is that where you got the, the acolytes thing on you? No, no. It was it was when I it was when I turned heel at what culture, started wearing a bandana oh. and face paint, and the dislikes came face rolling paint. in. <laughs> we did but a aren't thing. They, aren't they likes if you're a bad guy? No, it was just because I'm not a very good actor. I'm not oh. a very good actor, and I and we try to do one of our silly little storylines, and. Uh, oh. Yeah, it didn't go down well. <laughs> oh, what's that? That's Can you the, hear that's that? That's the fire alarm test. <laughs> oh, the test. Oh, that's the test. Yeah, oh, all right. We're great. Because if another thing had gone wrong. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, How on this week's episode, we find out that God hates Cultaholic. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, tremendous, mate. I love getting up early, starting the day the right way. Porridge, coffee, and talking bollocks with two cool people. Oh, the coolest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the jackalites. Like a J. Like a J, uh, did, yeah. Did CM Punk get back to you yesterday, Jack? <laughs> no. Did he not? Possibly, right. 
So if everyone <laughs> saw this, I thought, right, I'm going to ask CM Punk a question on his Ask Punk hashtag. And I went, what's your favorite evidence of all time? Because mine's yours from Money in the Bank 2011. Not. And then I put on, separate from that, a tweet saying, everyone, I've just asked Punk a question. If he doesn't reply, please don't rip it out of me. And then Adam... <laughs> What did you you reply to my question to him, saying, yeah. "Come on, Phil. He hates being called Phil. First of yeah. all, <laughs> come on, Phil. Answer this lad's question. Answer Hashtag... this effing guy's question. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Ask Spunk, <laughs> which I assume was a deliberate Clever typo. It, it yeah, was, yeah, 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 it was. No, he, ne- it was a no, he, uh, <laughs> he never got. Uh, no, he never got back to me. Actually, well, you know, you know what? I thought about this uh, on the way to work this morning, mm. and actually, it wouldn't have helped your y- your cause at all because he's had me blocked for two years. I, I totally forgot about it. Oh, so you just I went on to your thing. Uh, yeah, but I guess a few people would have um, would have replied and stuff, so that might have boosted your chances just by pushing it to the top of the mentions. But no, I don't think. Sorry. That's all right. It's okay. Did you get it was... blocked? I was sort of hoping you'd get blocked. That was no. I'm not blocked by him. By your big hero. Fan, big, big fan of the Jacklights, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. Only interaction with CM Punk was him just talking about all the great opponents he had over the years. And someone said, "Oh, what about those dudes in Philly?" And he went, "No, I don't want to talk about them." And I did a picture of Justice Payne, and he replied and went, "Oh no." Oh. <laughs> And that's I the only interaction we've had. Was he referring to Chikara? Because he didn't like Chikara as well. He doesn't like a lot of things, does he, Jack? No, no. Fair he enough. He especially doesn't like you. No, he doesn't, it turns out. being. And you know what he else he doesn't like? Go on, sorry, carry on. The WWE and Sometimes. their issues with independent contractor status. Mm. That's right. Earlier this week, I got segue. Earlier this week, there was a, an email that was reported to be going around different wrestlers that seem to be confusingly worded. These things happen, you know, when there's an uproar. Seeming to imply that wrestlers could no longer use either the WWE names in third-party websites such as Cameo or Twitch or their actual names, which are also kind of owned by WWE. Since then, uh, Tom were informed that they would be able to keep their Twitch and YouTube channels, but would have to do so under their real names and have to inform the company of the channels. So... I would like yeah, to see I, WWE try and deal with Xavier Woods at this point because it might be even stronger than them in terms of social media. Well, they own up, up, down, down, don't they? That's a WWE brand. They must do if it's they, Xavier they, Woods is up, up, down, down. Then if they own the name to that, then yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember a few years ago, it all sort of like, I, I think he wanted to start it independently and then they thought, oh, we'll have a piece of, piece of the action. To me, it's like oh, okay. the... It's 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 the matter of them being independent contractors, isn't it? It's it's not so much. I can understand why WWE would want a piece of that pie, and it wouldn't surprise me if down the line they launch uh, that either they they start up a partnership with with Twitch or they launch their own um, request a video service like Cameo or something like that, where they can take a cut of that. But saying that these wrestlers can't do such a thing at the moment when they're not employees that's that's the issue in what way are they independent contractors right if, if they can't even do that with their real names hmm. but you can see where they're coming from when it's the WWE license names that's their WWE product yeah I, I saw that you can see the logic there but, yeah but I uh, other than that Andrew Yang famous politician is now using this to get the troops behind him and rallying uh, other cynical Americans have said a few of the politicians have done this over the years. 
Uh, I think Blumenthal also used this, that he would hold Linda accountable for what his husband has done and they did absolutely nothing when he got elected. So we'll see. But What's the guy's name again? Because I wasn't familiar with him. Andrew, Andrew Yang, Yang or Dick Blumenthal? Andrew Yang. I hope on Monday oh. Night Raw they've got an Andrew Yang that Vince does something horrible Andrew to. Andrew Wang Yang. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It was like when he buried the Denver Nuggets because they'd ran the same building as him during the basketball. Oh, God, yeah. Was that yeah. when they did the five-on-five five with uh, yeah. Mr. Kennedy? Yeah, was that was the match with Mr. Kennedy injured yeah. Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah. And you had yeah. the baby faces with the Lakers. But the Lakers are like the Man United of of basketball. So a lot of people, I assume, wouldn't like the league. It was it was weird. I'm so I, I guess. lame, isn't it? It's yeah. just the lamest. Yeah. I was watching, I was skimming through a video the other day for a thumbnail or something for a list or whatever. Um, and Ro- there was a fake Rosie O'Donnell in the oh. back. And I've got a feeling she was oh. like eating cake or something like that. What was the deal she wrestled, there? She wrestled Trump. Yeah. Of course she did. Because what? they were feuding in real life. But it was Ace oh. Steel, I think. Was it Ace Steel? It was Ace Steel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. It was one of the only times... That the crowd have chanted TNA at a WWE show. Remember that? The glory days of 07. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and some of you who missed yesterday would do the podcast. Shows what a great week it was. The AOP have been released. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah we didn't even mention that. That's, yeah. a cr- that's a crazy one to be. Especially from WWE. Those lads, they're good. First of all, I like them. Uh, they improved a lot in NXT over the course of their run there. And then they're just... They're like they could be like the next like road warriors, couldn't they? They're huge and they just batter people. And and I don't understand. Maybe maybe it's because they're injury prone, I guess. Or if one of them goes down, then they can't use the other one, that sort of thing. But you think that WWE would find a use for the AOP? I don't right. know. Yeah, they've got no other real team like them. I guess the closest is Viking Raiders, a couple of big lads, but it's they're very different. And it's just it's another tag team that we've. We've lost whether they've been breaking teams up or you know releasing them or whatever. It's uh, I think it's a real shame because as, as I agree that they improved loads in NXT. I think they were really interesting, and I don't really see why they couldn't use one without the other because they're still but they're both massive guys. Obviously, they're more marketable as a duo. But when Razor gets injured, and she, why could um, why couldn't Akem have just been with Seth's boys? Because that was the original thing, wasn't it? Oh they yeah, joined they were in a stable. Yeah. yeah. So why couldn't you just have one? He's still a massive. He'd still be the biggest one there it could be the enforcer or whatever I didn't yeah. get it no in fact didn't do you remember the rumble that was a couple of years ago the one that was in an open air arena mm. on the pre-show of that uh, I'm pretty sure that Dawson or Wilder but I think it was Dawson teamed with one of AOP yeah. in, in a weird pre-show weird, match wasn't it? yeah 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 Why but I liked, it I liked it because it was unusual I think the other yeah. their partners were like injured or something I don't know but they used him still they lost yeah. didn't they I don't know. They, they think, might. Yeah. Have, they might have. Okay, right. I think it was. A, I think it was a tag title match. If I remember correctly, it might have been in the build-up to uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins winning the belts, but I'm not sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Wasn't a great time for the tag titles. Uh, I like. I like. I like them winning it at Mania. It was fun. Not AOP. The other yeah. lads. Yeah, AOP's highlight on the main roster. Yeah, main roster brand. I think involved uh, Drake Maverick. And piss. Oh, not that angle. Yeah, yeah. Lots well, hopefully they, hopefully they get used somewhere else better. Uh, yeah, mm. I don't want to be all like, oh, AEW should sign them, but AEW should actually sign them because they're really unique, aren't they? Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Anyway, but I, yeah. 
NXT UK, get him in. Get yeah, Bill him from Blackpool. Sons of William Regal. Johnny Saint is the manager. Acom <laughs> Saint and Razor Saint. <laughs> Never spoke to mom, me or my sons ever again. <laughs> we will batter though. <laughs> WD Hall of Famer and longtime WWE employee Gerald Briscoe tweeted Thursday just after the podcast that W Chairman Vince McMahon informed him he has been let go for the company after 30 plus years of uh, loyal service. Briscoe said he was okay with the decision and still plans to help talent when possible. Um, it's a shame. He, he's, uh, I thought, by the way, we were talking about this when we were outside yesterday. And we were, uh, the, the news had just come through and we were like, oh, Gerald Briscoe uh, Briscoe's just been released. Um, and we all just sort of went, oh, God, how old is he? And I, I said, oh, he must be in his 80s by now. He's not. He was either 72 or 73. He's younger uh, than you'd think. He's, he's well, still got still got a few more matches in him. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> he's just been there forever. He's a loyal company guy. But at the same time, I have no idea what he actually does. <laughs> he's just one of the stooges, isn't he? He's just one of Vince's right-hand men. So I guess he I, does everything. Bit I, of think everything. Sa- I think Sam was saying, is he a scout? Some kind of talent scout? I thought Regal was the head talent scout. Yeah. Maybe that's changed since NXT. No, no, Regal's over there. What am I talking about? No, I think he is. He's the one that turned up all the Evolve shows and that, isn't he? As football manager players all know, you can have more than one scout. You can have a scouting team. You know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you always say that. It's one of your principles, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I like just the the various stories of Joel Briscoe backstage over the years. I think when Triple H tried to shoot down the idea of having Kurt Angle as the world champion... When eyes ah, too small, no one will believe him as champ. I think Briscoe sent something on to Triple H. Could you take him down? Uh... <laughs> so thank you, Mr. McMahon. He's going to get uh, hired back, I reckon, because I don't know, the way that he's talking, the, the ones that get hired back are always the ones that are professional and put the company over still. And his tweet, I saw it was just like, it was an honour and a privilege working for the chairman of the WWE, at WWE, at Vince McMahon, um, and helping him build his empire. And it's like, oh. yeah, I, I reckon he'll come back. Yeah, you, I think he used the term, build his empire. Building empire, his empire, wow. Yeah, his stranglehold. Yeah. Vince will read that and go, yes, I do have an empire. That's right. Hi, him back. In uh, some sad news, Barry Scott is a doubleheader for some reason of early TNA. Barry Scott, the TNA voiceover guy, you know, cross the line, yeah. that guy. And also Steve Lee, a.k.a. Puppet the Psycho Dwarf, uh, passed away last night. Hell of a tactic. Don't know why. I mean, no, they, no, it's really sad. It I was watching yeah. the, uh, the Midget Killer thing the other day, oddly enough. I think it came up for a list as well. It's just insane early TNA, isn't it? But that guy's voice yeah. was unwritten, so good. So it made it feel big at a time when it needed to. And and Puppet was like the... They went through a weird early phase during the weekly pay-per-views of having almost like a little people division. But... With like three people, and he was like the, like the the heel of the division. Yeah. And then there was that angle where he pulled a gun, and Jarrett saved the day. Heel Jarrett saved everybody from the gun. Did it he just boot st- him in the face or something? No, he, he snuck out no. the ring. Security came in to tackle him, and he was like waving them off with the gun. And then Jarrett gets back in with a chair and just bonks him over the back of the head. Fantastic. It was a funny moment, and it lives on. I think I think that is sad, <laughs> and I wonder if he was still connected to wrestling. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. No clue, but I mean, hey, 
No one's forgetting that in a hurry. Yeah. Uh, Pentagon Junior has changed his name. Uh, he's changed his name several times because AAA owned the gimmick. Uh, right now in AEW, he is officially known as Pentacero M. Now, just because AAA be uh, using that name for shirts and stuff. What are you going to say, Jack? What, I can't believe that neither of us have checked since yesterday <laughs> which one of us is right. Because I thought it was Penta L0M. And you thought it was Penta Zero M. Who are you to doubt Dave Meltzer? Other than every wrestling in terms of a, with in a terms, podcaster. In terms of a potential typo, especially, I'm one to doubt Dave Meltzer <laughs> big time. Hugely. Penta L Zero M, it says. When we, when we left to form Cultaholic, he put all our names in that edition of The Observer, and I'm sure he got Sam's name wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was a... Uh... Sam, it was like Sam Glider or something. Sam, no, it was Sam Sam L Driver. (laughs) It's amazing after 40 years he's not learned to write, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) He can't, no, he's doing he's doing 25,000 words a week. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's not got a proofreader, but some of the typos in there are are mental. It'd be 10,000 if you took out all the alliteration. uh, (laughs) Under the news. AW had a little show called All Out. And if you've not been paying attention to any wrestling-related news, we'll happily inform you it's probably the worst-received pay-per-view they've put out so far. Yeah, because it was so, the worst pay-per-view they put out so far. Yeah, that, that's one of the reasons why. Yeah. Thank you. I'll go through the matches. We'll try and be brief, because I think we talked about this yesterday a lot. Big Swole defeated Britt Baker in a dentist surgery in the tooth and nail match. Crap. Uh, this was a cinematic oh. match. I don't feel anything when these are happening, but maybe you did. Oh, Pachiti didn't. What about you, Jack? <laughs> uh, I thought it was in the wrong place on the show. I, I agreed when people before the show were saying, because it was originally on the pre-show, and then everyone was saying, no, they deserve to be on the main show. This feud's been building up for a while. Britt Baker's always great value. And uh, they put it on the main show, which I agreed with, but I don't think it should have opened because it, it just sort of set the wrong tone mm. for me. Yeah, great TV feud, but obviously Britt Baker's not ready to have proper matches just yet, so yeah. I don't think it should have even happened. Uh, the books defeated Jurassic Express and act like nasty boys, not those ones. Uh, good <laughs> match, good tag, right. good action, but th- that was it. No, no build, no Just story. a match, wasn't it? Dynamite yeah. match. There was a build. The, the two that? teams, the two team, they, they teamed together against four heels and then the winning mm-hmm. team got that sweet pay-per-view payday and they'd won that match and then they faced each other. But the Bucks have been healing it up all the while. So that's the sort of story, but it wasn't like a big, mm. it wasn't, you could say yeah, it definitely wasn't a big pay-per-view worthy match, I suppose, but it was all right. Yeah. Lance Archer wins the Casino Battle Royale after nothing eventful happened. Oh, okay. I guess we'll move on then. Max Seidel was the mystery guy (laughs) and managed to show up, look very impressive. He can still gan. He gandy, gandy, gand all over the floor. Stepped off the top rope, was luckily very fine because I've messaged him to say sorry in advance for putting you in a certain video series. And he went, that's fine, Matthew. I love Cultaholic. And I went, no, the other one. (laughs) And also Darby Allen tried to take the gloom off the things by taking a horrible body bag bump with thumbtacks inside the bag onto his head. I think I got that right. Yeah, it was, it was scary. It could have easily gone wrong. Like, he just yeah. can't move his arms. It could have, he, he couldn't manoeuvre himself midair. He was at the mercy of... Who was it, Brian Cage? Yeah, it was Brian Cage. Yeah. Nuts. Mm. Any thoughts there, Jack? 
Uh, I felt sorry for Seidel, obviously. Uh, Adam was saying yesterday that it's up there with the Shockmaster in terms of, like, botched <laughs> debuts. Uh, it was really unlucky. I'm glad he managed to... Because as he falls, he manages to stick his arm out and, like, ping it off the top rope and it kind of flattens him out so he lands on his back. And if he did that on purpose, he's like Spider-Man. Uh, but <laughs> sounded like such a child. <laughs> he's like Spider-Man. But um, I thought positive of the Battle Royale, even though it was... It had various mistakes. Was that Will Hobbs looked good, the enhancement guy who's been wrestling on Dark a lot. Uh, they gave him quite a lot. He eliminated some people and looked big and strong. So I'm excited to see what they do with him on the plus mm. side. Matt Hardy is KO'd his match with Sammy Guevara. Won't go over the entire thing because you've probably seen or heard it by now. Uh, Matt Hardy took a horrible uh, landing after come off the scissors lift. His body catching the table, but his head catching the concrete. Aubrey Edwards checked on him, realized, uh-oh, like Bulldog at SummerSlam 92, he's effed and <sighs> tried to stop the match. The AEW doctor then stepped in. Apparently he was able to do a full concussion test to see if he was all right. Matt Hardy said, yeah, yeah I'm fine. So they do it all right, go, go climb that giant scaffold. And yeah. uh, people have very rightly criticized the hell out of AW, specifically this doctor, uh, especially as Rebby Sky, Mahadi's wife, was tweeting and saying how he was obviously effed. How could you let him go and compete? What are you doing? Yeah. I'm not sure I believe this. Because obviously, if the doctor ran a test, then he completed that test in something like 75 seconds. Um, and that is awful behavior but we've we've only as far as i know been told that by AEW they clarified the story twice later on didn't they and they changed it slightly via tony shivani on commentary um i i think they were just um i think they were just protecting themselves and i'm not sure i believe that that doctor thing happened i think matt just went oh no i can i can finish i, I can i can continue despite the fact that he just bumped his noggin pretty oh my god flipping hard oh, are no. you kidding oh no Oh, no, indeed. Oh, no. Oh, he's back. Oh, that was quick. Oh, that no, might indeed. Oh, he's back. That might oh, be a one-off. Let's carry on. We'll see. We'll see. Should uh, we leave that in for people to see how this just yeah. we were? This is what happened yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, come uh, And <coughs> yeah, right. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, fingers... Fingers crossed Matt is, is fine. I, they've reported since that he doesn't have a, a concussion. Or he's not being diagnosed with a concussion, which is mental, considering what happened. So yeah, yeah I, but I, I, I'm not sure. I believe I'm not sure. I believe AEW that he was he was checked. So something's not right there. Somebody's not telling the truth. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's because not. I wonder if it's a a product of AEW being run by essentially a very rich wrestling fan, who, and then a bunch of wrestlers, and there's not many sort of official types in place beyond that. Because if it was. If it was in WWE now, they'd have stopped the match because there's all different types of personnel backstage. But is it maybe a case of like the inmates running the asylum a little bit? Like, do you think Tony Khan didn't feel like he had the authority, despite being Tony Khan, to be like, no, like, literally, like stop the match now? Because I think you've just got to use your common sense, regardless of whether a doctor clears him or not. You've got to think, well, that's not right, because we've just seen him. We've seen what's happened. We saw how motionless he was. That's what got me, yeah. how still he was on the floor. I don't know. It's a it's a bad one. 
Um, it, well, thanks, it shouldn't be Matt Hardy's right. decision either. Matt Hardy no, no, God, be able to no. go, oh, I feel fine. Let's, let's just been on un- with He's it. just been unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, he was yeah. rattled majorly. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. I've seen people complaining on Twitter saying, um, well, it was uh, Matt Hardy has to leave AEW match. Um, who who cares? Who ca- like <laughs> obviously the the safety of of the performers is paramount. But there's even if you want to get into that argument, there are very easy ways with booking to fix that. It's Matt Hardy. It, you can come back as whatever he wants in a week's yeah. time, and nobody would care. Baffling some of the reactions to it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus. What, 25% of the audience of AW watch being the elite every week? They know it's fake. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Hikaru Shida retained the women's title against Thunder Rosa. And uh, I thought it was a good match. They got plenty of time, about 17 odd minutes. But it doesn't matter the quality of these matches to be going further on. It's really hard to come back from something like that and go, come on, guys, you excited for the rest of the match? You're like, is Matt Hardy alive? Yeah. Like, exactly, I'm, I'm exactly. not really invested in this this wrestling right now. But they did so. a hell of a job. They really did. They I, did. Thought it was a, I thought it was a brilliant match. Um, and it, it wasn't going to distract us from what happened. And I think some of the negative sentiment towards this pay-per-view is very much... Um, just because Matt Hardy looked like he'd really, really hurt himself. And it was deflating. It, it, it ruined it for the rest of the thing. I remember when I was streaming, um, it was it was getting on in the show a bit and it was a long show. It went, what, including the pre-show, four and a half hours. I've been sat there. Oh, no, without the, without the pre-show, it was only four hours. Oh, was it? Right, okay. Yeah. Um, and I remember one comment, it got to me a little bit. It said, oh, your heart's not really in this anymore, Adam. And I was like, well, it actually is because I really, really love wrestling and I enjoy streaming. And I, I, I'm sorry I'm not being as animated as possible as, as I normally would be rather. But Matt, it just it just sucked the life out of me. And I think a lot of people, there, there would something amazing would have had to happen to really pick it up and make yeah. us forget that even briefly. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it was... I felt bad for the other wrestlers, especially Sheeta and Rosa, because they had gone straight after it, and uh, it was a it was a impossible situation. But they really did make the best of it, and I think Thunder Rosa's back on Dynamite soon, defending her NWA belt against it's either Ivelisse or Diamante, one of that tag team. I can't remember which one, but it's good, class, that she's, she? it's good that she's back. She's, oh yeah, she's really really good. I didn't know much about her beforehand. I didn't watch too much NWA, but instantly just a fan because she's so charismatic and good in the ring i said that like it was a novel thing she's guys she's charismatic and she's good in a way yeah <laughs> i like her because she was on cultaholic uh, with all these top tom's thing oh man that's right cody's pals beat the dark order with dustin getting the pinfall Brody lee blames cabana as we all do uh i know why this was on pay-per-view they've done an all right job building on tv but with a four-hour show like this, I don't think this could have this could be left off, and nobody would have noticed. Now, yeah, agreed. A lot of I've just thought there that they had, they would have had to kill some extra time, wouldn't they, because of the Sammy and Matt Hardy match? So maybe hmm. I can't I can't think which match went longer though. To be fair, probably all of them. Maybe, Every single one. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was okay. Um, I liked that it led into what happened on this week's Dynamite. So for that, for that, I liked it. But you're right; it's not. It's not. It's a. It's a big multi-man tag match that could easily have happened on a, on a TV episode. Yeah, and then FTR win the tag belt from Hangman and Omega. Omega storms off and leaves a devastated Hangman left in the ring. Big Z just saves the highlight of the show. 
if it went to go 30 minutes. But as you said, Jack, it's a very good point there that they probably had to extend the time because of Matt Hardy. I think but, this yeah. match was already going 30 minutes, maybe. No, fair enough. But yeah, I was there just to see the storyline development. I got that. I was happy. Yeah. Good match. Uh, I saw people saying that it wasn't as good as they expected and that they felt a little bit disappointed by it. First of all, I'd just sort of repeat what I said a minute ago, which is that nothing was going to ever massively impress after after the <coughs> Mahardi incident. Um, but also, I think the the fact that it was so it was technically sound um, and the storyline advancement was fantastic as well, and just everything in it made sense psychologically. Everything worked, so I thought it was a really solid tag match. Yeah, maybe it wasn't as as high energy as some people might have been expecting, but I, I still really enjoyed it. Mm. long though mm. apparently it was incredibly hot and sweaty in that arena in the heat and I want to go four hours so one of the reasons why the crowd were dying out is because they were like they were tired <laughs> properly tired probably as tired as the wrestlers and as tired as Chris Jericho was was why he lost to Orange Cassidy in a Mayhem match because he was tired okay well <clears throat> it looks Paddy made his entrance now <laughs> 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 oh he's popped the boys Matthew no hey, one's going to get that no, they don't know cheeky <clears throat> but yeah, I, it was alright wasn't it it was it, it, it felt like it went on an, an awful long time again I know I'm just repeating myself every match felt like it went on for a long time but it was just a lot of whoa, 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 is he no he's not yet give it 20 minutes yeah, yeah. It, it was okay I remember I remember thinking when they unveiled the vats of mimosa, think I got a sense of like, oh, it's just it is what they said. It would there they are the vats of mimosa, and I think you said yesterday as well that you were expecting some kind of twist or turn or just something extra, but it was just a straight up throw your opponent into mimosa yeah. match, <laughs> which you know was fine for what it was, but on this show, it, it would have struggled to get a good response after what happened. Yeah, I think it was nice seeing someone just take a screenshot of Jericho in the Mimosa and he says, the wild Jericho in its natural habitat. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jericho has fallen during this feud, but I'm not sure if Orange Cassidy is risen. So um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, yeah. Right. I don't know, yeah, I, I, I sort of agree with you in that nobody is especially like he's 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 been great the new sort of the character development there and him being more passionate and 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 angry at points um has been really really good so i hope that continues i don't want him to just go back to being silent orange cassidy i think we we passed that point now um but do you gain that much by knocking somebody into a big bowl of orange juice We'll find out next week in our punishments video. <laughs> and uh, John Moxley in the main event retained the world title against MJF after Wardlow accidentally distracts the referee, allowing Mox to hit the band paradigm shift and MJF's first pinfall loss in AEW. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, mm. fair enough. Uh, I, I really, I thought, I thought this one was the best match on the show, probably. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I prefer this to the tag match just because. It was after everything that had gone on and after such a long show, it was a little bit more simple. There was good guy versus bad guy. One wants to keep it outside of the ring and have a brawl. One wants to wrestle. And uh, and there was blood and there was the heel trying to cheat and then the baby face outwitting him. I just thought it was a simple story done really, really, really well. So I, I like that one the best, I think. I agree. I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on Jack's side here. I did nothing really to, to add there. Apart from what we already know, which is that MJF is ridiculously, ridiculously good. 
unbelievably good. Like he's the, the absolute future of the biz. He's he's just he just gets it, doesn't he? He's for for somebody who's like twelve years old. Incredible. <laughs> his uh, his biggest heel move would be signing with WWE. So um, if he ever does, I would I can't wait to see what he'd do with that. I don't think he would. I think he'd be very loyal to AEW probably because of what they've done for his career. But imagine if he did. That would be fantastic. No, I, I mean not. You meant like his gimmick would be. Guess what, guys? I've signed with. He comes on AW Dynamite. Just <laughs> they could do the the punk when he left Ring of Honor thing with him. Yeah, yeah. He was just Wardlow's back to sign the contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there were some highlights on the show, but we have to make it obvious that we're not getting paid by Tony Khan every week. To, so we can't ignore the huge boiling negatives that were on the show. Boiling uh, negatives. Yeah, I still like AW, still like Dynamite, but I'm not gonna sit here and go, it wasn't that bad, guys. Yeah, because no, it was. It was, it was yeah. in certain bits. Oof. And we're the positive ones, remember. So it's been a lot of news, but we're gonna move on before Discord breaks again to the next segment. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Before we go into the Hall of Fame segment, which as we all know is everyone's favorite segment on this podcast, I'd oh, like yes. to address one little issue on this podcast, and that is our friend and yours, Mr. Ross Twiddell. Mr. Ross has taken a leave of absence to deal with some issues he has going on with him. And I'll say this, and hopefully it's interpreted the right way, because sometimes I say things and they sound like Shakespeare in my head and come out as complete bollocks. But I'm happy and proud to be his friend and to be his work colleague. I'm also happy and proud to support him when he comes out on Twitter, a man who is known by so many people, and to fully admit that he has these problems, because I think at the end of the day, keeping these problems a secret and trying to keep them hidden will only make them worse. Was that eloquent? That, that was, was fair. That was, that was totally fair. Best there. Sorry, yes, I'm, not, I'm not qualified enough to be talking about things like this, but I, we just wanted to say that, yeah, we know he's not here. We love you, Ross. What are you going to say, Pachidi? Well, I, I think it sort of, um, it shines a light on the, the, the fact that um, the, the way that you see people... Um, on whatever platform they they use uh, isn't always them. And on on WTF, for example, Ross is is boisterous and he's he's very animated and loud and, and incredibly hysterically funny. Um, but that isn't always you know the 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 real life Ross. He is all of those things. He's he's he's, he's a wonderful guy, of course. Um, but he's he's also a real person and. Um, it, 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 there's a human behind that character, I guess that he's that he's he's playing, uh, and so I couldn't agree more with you that um, for him to come out and and say that uh, is is an incredibly brave thing to do, and um, yeah, I just I, hopefully we'll see him back sooner rather than later, um, and he'll keep you updated on that. Uh, but yeah, we do we 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 miss him. Things aren't the same without him. Yeah, um, the outpouring. From all of the all of Ross's fans has been amazing as well on Twitter. Hmm. Uh, so it's nice to see that you know so many of our. It's nice to see that we've got a, a fan base who generally, for the most part, are really uh, really supportive when it comes to this sort of thing. So that's that's good as well. They're cool. We're lucky. I, I think, and I'm not just saying this, but 
looking at the other channels and all that, I think we've got the best fan base. <laughs> I'm, ju- no, I'm just saying no they're cool as hell, our fan base, and we see it all the time, like the live streams and everything. Don't so, you think they're class? So being from being from the northeast, I always went to Leeds Festival rather than Reading. Reading's the bigger oh. one; it's on TV, and the bands would always, always say between songs, <laughs> "Hey guys, we're not just saying this. We know that Leeds is the better festival." And every year, everyone would go. <gasps> Yes, yeah. yes. Billy Joe Armstrong thinks that Leeds is better. You Fine. know for a fact. Right. You know for a fact that the next day they're going to Reading and going. You know what, guys? All Reading. Right. Screw is the- all right. Yeah. What, col- what cultures was better then? <laughs> I preferred you. them. More of them. Cut that, that out. No, we, Twitter. <laughs> no, we got a good. We got a no, we good got, bunch of yeah, good. guys we and do. gals, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Cheers yeah, to are. you guys. All the all the best. Love and light. Carlicshop.com. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And that's the tone no, that Ross would like right now, by the way. Like the point yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. If you watch three seconds no, we, of that, we miss go, it. <laughs> Anyway, Hall of Fame. Last week's picks in condescending order. Pokemon Go, 24%. <laughs> Bret Hart's book, Hitman, 28%. Bollocks. And Jack's Fall Guys win, 48%. Thank A you. Very thank deserving you. win. I'm very happy that you got one win. On Fall Guys. It's been on Fall Guys. I thought you meant in the Hall of Fame. It is two now, but one was off stream. Uh, Yeah. It didn't happen then. Yeah, true. Uh, No, I was going to just say before that, was it Adam who nominated Pokemon Go last Mm. week? Right. Uh, I was walking to Tesco the other day, and you know when you get a sense, I think I was looking at my phone or something, you know when you get a sense you're going to walk into someone, and I looked up and saw what could only be described as four hoodlums Walking the other way. It's my posse, the poker posse. It was, oh no, it was Adam and Sam, and then two of our editors, Owen and, was it Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they were all just swaggering back from that direction, and I was like, oh, you're right, and they all were, like, r- there was genuine excitement in their voices, they all went, you don't need to worry, Jack, you don't need to worry, it's under control, it's under control. You know when they've all, someone's not in on what's going on, and everyone else is proper, like, boisterous about it? <laughs> And it's because ah, there wasn't it's, that. That is what it was like, and no, they were so they were so they were so excited, and apart from Sam, who was miserable, but they were so excited. <laughs> and it's because they'd just been to take down a Pokemon gym, so it's, take it's down a raid, one actually. Raid a, a Pokemon we, gym. We raided sorry. very very successfully. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I did a lot of the work there, uh, but I am a considerably <laughs> higher level just because I've been putting in the hours. On yeah, Pokemon yeah. Go, uh, somebody. Oh man, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. I think it was Lewis. Is his name Lewis? Is it Jamal? I can't remember his name. I can't remember it. But he's he keeps sending me invites to raids in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, uh. and because of him, I can't even remember the Pokemon's name. But I caught this massive one with a skull. I'm, I'm only using it to help me walk. I mean, I can walk without Pokemon Go. It's not <coughs> like a, uh, but. Uh, every every day now I'm doing Pokemon Go I don't go home until I've done my 10,000 steps I'm not, I ban myself from stepping through my door without doing that and Pokemon Go it just helps me out as I explained last week where was the uh, where was the gym you took down yesterday because it's normally on a it's just, normally a real building isn't it it's normally yeah, on a real it's, thing um, just past uh, the, the the pub at the end Ernest it is just past there it was like a, a three minute walk down the road nice. we battered the gym in two minutes t- not even that 90 seconds yeah um, and we all managed to catch 
whatever it was a pachinko i can't remember what it was no that's, that's, a, that's a, a japanese, japanese game yeah arcade game isn't it we got <laughs> it's a little cat thing a yeah. minko a, i can't something uh, i'm not good with the names i'm not good with the names fair enough well i'm glad that it went really well for you <laughs> and you. the lads the, the poker posse. posse thank you yeah are you, will, I love yeah. you doing uh, ten thousand steps a day and you don't know the names of any of the pokemon oh i know that i, that I could do the first 151 in order is that a challenge no, don't, no, 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 no. I've got to do rest Game of the week. Gotcha, no, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, well, we'll do that another uh, time, he thinks, but I'm happy to see you and uh, Team Cockett are out doing stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh, come on. That was a proper... That was a proper... That was a proper mean Bubba Ray Dudley insult. I'm not, I'm not taking that from some little weird weeb. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sam oh, was in your team. Why am I laying it? Why am I laying? He's no way! Why am I? Oh, no, he's done. No, uh, he's done nothing wrong to me recently. I don't know what. I don't know why Before I'm laying me. it on Sam so much. And he's not a weeb. <laughs> oh no, Sam! Oh no, Sam is one hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course he is. That's why I he's said like it. Yeah. Machine. Sam is. Uh, do you know uh, a weeb yeah, is a weeb one, is someone who, who like is proper in a Japanese culture? And Sam, more than anyone else in the office, is proper in a Japanese culture. Yeah. Well, he bought yeah. half the egg dome back with him when he came. <laughs> He did uh, insist on me getting a new office chair in for his um his love doll thing, his, his no, girlfriend. No, 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 no. What's even funnier that is, I swear to God, you said he did incest. Yeah, you said incest. <laughs> yeah. He did incest, yeah. I, I should clarify. What a Sam did, slip. Just in case anyone's got the image of Sam trying to get a sex doll back through airport no, he customs. Did. He didn't. No, he didn't. No, he did. Don't, oh, come on. Just because you've rizzle-razzled him twice there doesn't mean you should lie about Rizzle-razzled. That's my, that's my yeah, thing. No, a, uh, little I phrase. It, like I you actually, adopted me. Do you know what, I was watching one of your... Uh, you know I was telling you I was watching one of your old British TV streams the other day? Yeah, good choice. Oh, good then. And you said in it, you went, oh... They've absolutely rizzle-razzled them there. And instinctively, I got angry. And then you said, as I got angry... Angry? I was, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's my thing. And then you went, as Jack the Jobber would say. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's giving me credit. Then I realised that I actually took it from my mate, Tom, from outside of work. So I've got no right at all to... In fact, I've taken that catchphrase from him and broadcast it on a bigger platform. So... Well, it's okay. Your new well, catchphrase so is, I hate Sam Driver anyway, so... No, it's... <laughs> Who, I think who should do the attributing it to when I when, when I mistakenly well, say it now because I don't know what to say. Who do I? My, what's his mate, name? Tom. My mate Tom Parker, yeah, and his Tom band of, and his mates from uni, I think, all used it, and I just took it from them, yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry, that was big tangent. Sorry. No problem. What's your pick? <laughs> it's Will Greg, the Sunderland striker, but if it wins, which it won't, then I'd like him to be represented on the board by a pixelated football manager version of Will Grigg because me and Owen do football manager streams every Wednesday at 6pm and this week we won the league propelled largely by the the, the striking ability of, of Will Grigg who in real life has not been so prolific for Sunderland but on the game he got 29 goals in the season that's a pretty good return that's decent so well done Will Grigg and well done me and Owen for getting promoted uh, that's my that's my pick. Uh, yeah, that's class. Go. Good good for Will Griggs. That's class. <laughs> I, I, I think everyone should tweet him. Tweet both of you and with 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 words of support. Has he got Twitter? The the real Will Griggs. I assume. It's yeah, just I Grigg. assume so too. Will Will what? It's just just Grig. Will Gig. Will Grig. Will Grig. 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 Will Grig. So find him on Twitter. Oh. CC no, Jack no, in with no, it. No, no, come no, on. No, let's get him. No, no, no. 
thing is, he no, doesn't give him the respect seem, he deserves. He doesn't, he doesn't even seem to like Sunderland very much. He's not based in the northeast. Apparently, he's not moved well, to he's human. since since transferring last like last year or the year before. Where does he live? So. He last played for Wigan. I think he lives around Manchester. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Awesome sounds good, doesn't it? Anyway, yeah. that's my pick is Will Grigg. La- yesterday I talked about that fake Tinder and Snapchat account that was set up for me, but I felt like I was promoting bad behaviour. So I've, it's Will Grigg this week. And tweet him. Yeah. I'll, I'll promote the bad behaviour. Don't don't be <sighs> don't don't make fake profiles of anyone on Tinder and Snapchat. Especially Will Griggs. Right. Especially me, and it's just Greg. Especially me, because that I, that happened to me this week, and it's and they said I was thirty two in it, and let's move on because that was annoying. I'm not thirty two. That's a good pick. Then it's got to see you still playing those fantasy games. Uh, my pick this what? week is <laughs> wait what? Well, because Sunderland <laughs> won the league. Oh, and... I thought he was oh, like a per- I thought he meant like a pervy fantasy, like a. Like a sex one. No, no, no. That's the other guy who works in the office, S Driver. Uh, no, we can't just say this about be, Sam. Try to join in. <laughs> My pick this week is going to be Matt Seidel, but not just because he had that little mishap there. And I like it when those things happen because I'm a miserable, insecure person. I'm going to bring it up because I know a lot of young'uns watch this show. And a lot of aren't that familiar with the entire history of wrestling. And it's so big and varied. You can't expect them to know everything. But I don't want people to think that Matt Seidel is just this dude who showed up in AEW, messed up a move, and then was like, ha, ha, ha. People should know how good this man was back in the day. Either when he was in the indie scene in between, uh, let's see, 05, he was doing IW Mid-South and PWG. When he got the WD roster, he was doing ECW on Sci-Fi and was, Christ, he was bumping like a certain pachinko machine. There we go. Got that on my head now. Uh, he'd sell for people like Mike Knox and Arco Holly, make them look like bigger stars than they were. They got on the main roster. Had mm, maybe the second or third best RKO in history when he did the shoot and star press mm. right into it. Second. And is it second? What? Rollins is the first. We just said Yeah, I was going to say. I saw there's another one, but I think it felt like imitations. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. But after that, they tried to do some other stuff where people come off the top rope. It always felt like they were just copying the Evan Bourne. They were one. a bit more contrived, yeah. But yeah, the Bourne one, the Bourne one was cool. Yeah, yeah, really good shot, really good, really good pick, Matthew. Yeah. So he's good. Youngins who are watching this going, look, who's this crap wrestler? Who's this almost shockmaster person? Which I don't agree with. No, he's mint. He's been mint for years, and also <laughs> he admitted he's a furry. In an interview what? with High Spots, which I think is pretty cool. He said he went to the jungle and uh, assumed, was it a panther? I think it's panther spirit that lived inside oh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he's one of the craziest he, things. He said he thought he was a wolf or something because he was hallucinating. Yeah, I've seen that interview. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, when you said he said he was a furry, I thought you meant like the, the costumes he'd be running about in. Yeah. Not that he actually felt his wolf spirit or whatever come out of him. He's, he's, he's 33% furry. I think you've. Boiled it down. Furry. No, I don't, I don't know if we can. <laughs> That's got to be what it is on the Patreon voting yeah. thing for the Hall of Fame. Wait, proud which, which furry. Matt Seidel? Which Matt Seidel? Oh, that one. There we go. Proud Furry. Thank you for I'm clarifying. I'm putting that up this week. So you want Proud Furry. Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel. You, I, before Seidel. you do it. Before you do it, I know that you're going to put Will Griggs because... Oh, you always, I'll write it down. No, 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 it's Grigg. Willie... 
Giggs. <laughs> little Willie Giggs. Not little Willie Giggs. <laughs> little not, Willie. Not proud to be a furry, Will Griggs. Non-furry. It's just Greg, but yeah. I'll, you I'll get heard, it right, don't worry. You must have heard the song, Adam. It was sweeping the nation for a time. Yeah. The, to the tune of Freed from Desire. Will Griggs on fire. Your defence is terrified. Will Griggs on fire. They do Ooh. that for everyone. No, no, what are you no, on? No, 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 yeah, no, he no, was no, progressing. No. He was the originator. He was one of the yeah. first... It, it was because he was playing for Northern Ireland and doing really well, so that it caught on. It went viral because of Will Grigg. Uh, okay, fair. Doesn't score well. for us, though. Uh, yeah, Will we'll, we'll Griggs. Gig, Grigg. Grigg. Yep. Um, <laughs> mine is... I was talking to my mum this week. I've, mine's crap, by the way, this week. Uh, will Grigg is in with a genuine chance of winning here. Wow. Um, Go on, furry. I was I was talking to my mum because there was a book that I couldn't remember what it was called. It was called Room Thirteen, by the way. It's like a kids horror book. Do you, any remember it? Might be a bit. I think it was released in nineteen eighty eight no. or eighty nine. Um, these kids go down to Whitby, I think. Oh, and really? There's there's a yeah yeah really, and there's a door <laughs> that. <laughs> There's wait, a door in the wait, hotel. Wait, isn't, isn't, where's where's Whitby again? I've no idea. Uh, I feel like we're more seaside town. I feel like Whitby's is Whitby near here. That's why I said oh really, but that's Whitley, Whitley Bay, isn't it? I was maybe thinking of Whit. Oh, Whitburn. There's a Whit. Oh, there's a Whitburn near Sunland. But Whit- Whitby, I, Georgia. I don't know where. Anyway. I think it's a seaside oh, town. Now I, I seem really stupid. Just like they went to Whitby. <laughs> no, what? Oh, what a crazy book. We could stop the vote there. Christ. Uh, <laughs> what happens then, Pachini? Oh. Uh, they, there's a there's a door that disappears during the day, but is visible during the night. I don't remember much more. It's one of those like Reddit tip of my tongue things, <laughs> and it was it was doing my head in that I couldn't remember it. So I had a, a thirty minute back and forth WhatsApp uh, WhatsApp chat with my mum, uh, and she finally figured it out. God bless her. Um, also, she brought she found while she was looking through my stuff trying to find this uh, this book because I was convinced that I still had a copy. I don't. It went to the car boot. Uh. Um, she found a she found a a, a school textbook uh, with the back cover with a fantasy lineup for a festival that I had created called oh. Funstival. Let us guess some of them, please. Don't just yeah, tell no, us who you put. Yeah, Funstival. Funstival. First of all, how old were you at the time? The oh, 14, 15, maybe. Okay. It was high school, maybe even 16, might have been. <laughs> so old enough to know better is what you're saying. Yes. Spoiler, there's no Travis. Oh, that was my guess. Oh, no, um, no, right. I think, uh, I, should, I, think I should give you the theme. So the theme is, yeah. and I, the reason that I'm, I'm pitching this here is because I think it's a genuinely great idea for a festival. And we know we have some big, famous musicians. Well, one, Lewis Capaldi. He's got industry connections now. If he's listening to this and he thinks, oh, Jesus Christ, Adam Pacitti's Funstival um, with MC Adam Pacitti's Funstival, right. Yeah, yeah, right, that's, right. that's the word. Get the brand in it. Um, and if he, if he thinks that's a good idea, we could put this on. Okay. Then oh well, he's got he's got my email address anyway because so, I think it's a great idea. The, 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 sorry, the the theme is bands that are fun. 
things that you would love, you'd have a, a good old bloody knees up to. Now, Just enjoying yourself. There's no pretentious cool. bollocks here. Don't expect Sufjan Stevens or any of that crap. Or, that Lewis, like. Cap- or Lewis Capaldi. Oh, yeah, no, that's Because he nonsense. does very miserable, because he does very miserable songs. Yeah, no, he's not invited. I'm just saying. Oh, he's not invited. He... No, of course not. He's rubbish. <laughs> he's not rubbish. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was a he's joke. All oh, right, I'm worried that no, he listens very, to this very, and he, he's very very popular. So... He's very popular. <laughs> very popular and presumably rich also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coltolicshop.com. Um so yeah, have a have a guess anyway of the of the, the names on there. Fun. With uh, that that's a big clue as well. Having a knees up. All right. Junior se- junior senior. He's got one. Junior Madness. senior is not on there. Matt, one point for Matthew. I've got seven names here. Bad so manners. I'm, 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 bad manners are not on there, but they <laughs> should be. Uh so it's one point to Matthew. What time was this? Would have been like this? Would have been what? Like early mid two thousands? When you yeah, when you were some of the bands are from way before. Oh, because yeah. I was going to say Craig David. <laughs> Craig funny. David is not on there, nor is he fun. <laughs> yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's a miss- great, great, oh, good. Rewind, Kez. He's really fun. <laughs> Where's me piss bag? Right. Yeah. Uh, any more for any more? Yeah, Matthew's yeah, winning yeah. with one point. Uh, Elbow is probably a band that you think are fun. No, they're not on there. Okay. Real big uh, fish. Oh, shout. No, good shout Ooh. though. Um uh pulp. Not on there. Oh what? I would have put my house on you picking pulp. They are a fun band. You're you're going too much with what you know about my actual music taste and not oh, thinking about yeah. what That's why I said junior fun. Okay. Junior Cena are a great band, but they've only got one song, haven't they? they which do. is a, a banger. They've also got rhythm bandits, which wasn't as good. Oh, um, oh uh, the proclaimers. Oh, shout. Oh, my God, he's got two. He's done it. Uh, Okay. Uh, I'm really struggling here. Uh, Cindy Lauper. She's fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, Cindy Lauper's not on there. Oh, uh, Black Lace. How are, you, are on how are you getting these? He's done it. No. He's rizzle razzled no, you. Thanks, no, Tom. No. <laughs> Tom Parker. Tom Parker. Cindy Lauper is fun. The reason, yeah, I said, the reason I said Cindy was because I thought, well, which song do I... When a song comes on and you're out and you go, oh, what's the one that... And for me, it's often girls just want to have fun. Great intro, great name, song. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he said Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> a, a, a really... <laughs> tumultuous group they're not fun at <laughs> no, all they're not. <laughs> uh, Heaven 17 who? Temptation stronger and higher oh yeah oh, I so, no they're so not we got, we, sorry, if, you get, if Matthew gets one more just throw no, him at me if Matthew no, gets one more no, he's won right. I've, I've, got, seven, I've got the theme now because we've got people like the huge Proclaimers huge comeback needed here Proclaimer, and you're not going to get so it so who we got so far Proclaimers Madness Proclaimers Madness Black Lace okay Black Lace, crap bands like that. Who did the... I think that was them. Wasn't that Black Lace? Oh, they were It was by Jai Bunny. Was one of them... Is one of them Daniel Beddingfield? Piss off, Jack. I am thinking too much about what you would want to see at a festival. Checking out one of those type of bands. You're so... Madness, think madness. Oh, specials. Nope. Ooh, what, oh. the, what? When someone says madness, think no. of another band, you think the specials. Where are they what? from? Where are they from? I don't know. Oh my ah. God, let's just keep these gone. We'll never know. Where are madness oh. from, Matthew? Funstival's on fire. He's back. Where oh. are madness from? And I might get it from that. I think they're from there. Maybe they're not. No, maybe oh, well, they're not. Oh, I've, I've, can I, I please have this clues? Oh, well then. Isn't Suggs a Cockney? Well, yeah, probably. So we need another another band from... 
small town London. Oh my God, Chaz and Dave. No. He's got it. Matthew has won the best of seven. Congratulations. Clean Huge. Sweet. I've genuinely been marking that down there as well. Um, I would go the to ones that. that you missed were go on. GLC, the Goldie Looking Chain. Oh, what? Bit of fun, aren't nice. they? Yeah, all right, yeah. all right. I was young. Don't have a go. I haven't written this up now. Adam um, and the Gantz. The Lancashire, the Lancashire Hot Pots, we would have played, yeah. The Lancashire Hot Pots. The Lancashire did, uh, Hot Pots. Chippy Tea and that. Uh, nah. They've done... Y- you'll remember one when MySpace was big. Oh, no, he's turned emo. Yeah, like yeah. Goth and he's let himself go. Yeah, he used yeah, to be yeah. listening to Simply Red. Now he's listening to Fallout Boy instead. Uh, really so fun. There. <laughs> so, so much fun. That's okay. That is, yeah. No, it is fun. Yeah. Egg, egg sauces, chips, and beans. Wait. Egg they got... sauces, chips, no, and beans. That's not egg that's sauces, not... chips, and beans. Oh, I thought it was going to be egg sausage, beans, and beans. <laughs> sausage, beans, and beans. Bean. Now, what else? The chippy tea. Yeah, carry on. Have they got more than one song? More than one big song? Yeah, I've just done two you've, there. You've rejected... You. Oh, that was two separate songs. Okay. They, well, they, they were never really... He's uh, Turned Emo was quite quite big um, back in the day. I think that's why it was on there, because I liked it. Is it, it was a on song MySpace. in the same vein as... He must be emo. I don't jump around when I go to shows. Oh God, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a piss take. Do you remember being a dickhead's cool? I was literally about to say that's that. such a good one. It. It's, it's oh, a great it's so, song as well. It is. Got on my bus from Cambridgeshire. It's so good. Oh. What's the way? It's like I, I'm just writing a new magazine. It's all about my balls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so I, good. I organise a vegan crunk night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your sorry? What's your final band? Sorry. Uh, it was the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, oh, yeah, they are fun. Very fun they are man. fun. Yeah. Very fun, fun. They'd be headlining Sunday night, close the show. Yeah, yeah. The Chinese so chicken, what are they on about? <laughs> Adam Bajiti's Vegan Crunk Night slash Funstival. If you want to book it, then you've got to at least mention me. There is a podcast which I listen to and have been listening to recently. Have you? Have any of you seen... F- Twitter funny man Johnny Sharples get tweeted at any yeah. point. He is uh, running a podcast with another person who I can't remember uh, called Yorstival or something like that, where basically you go on and you do your ideal. It's like Desert Island Discs or Grass, nice. but with fun. festival lineup, they choose three headliners. And you know Chibuddy G from Corrupt FF, uh, Asim yeah. Chowdhury's, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did one called like Murder Fest on a desert island, and it was Tupac, Biggie, and John Lennon. <laughs> and then he says, at the end of the performances, they get shot. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, but on the but on the final night, after Lennon's finished, then it turns into, like, like the Hunger Games, because there's only, the boat's only big enough to take half the people away, so they've got to murder each other to get off the island. That's this genius. was a festival. It's the very opposite of Funstival. It's not fun. Good, good. I'd like to see them perform before they got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen McCartney. I've never seen Lennon for well, obvious reasons. <laughs> but I have seen the Apple Beatles, the Isle of Wight's premier Beatles tribute act. Oh, no. Well, that was great. And I, I enjoyed that more than the actual yeah, Hall of Fame wow. process. Yeah, that was fantastic. Look at all the lonely people talking about this amazing thing that we've just been talking about. For about 45 minutes. Yeah, I think Ross is going to have an even now. longer uh, time off than he was previously anticipating after we're, seeing this. But don't worry, at, you lads. 
we're actually more on track. We're actually more on track than we were yesterday at this point when it stopped that's recording. True. So it's actually going well. It's better as well, isn't it? We don't. We'd only just yes, finished the fresh. news. Yes, we'd only just finished the news yesterday. By this point, yeah. crazy. We're what were we, 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 we thinking? Yeah, blabbing yeah. on about the bloody young bucks tag match at double We want to hear, no, hear about. Out. We want to hear about the hot pots performing at your festival. I want Instead. a chippy tea, uh, chippy tea, chippy tea. I want it's about chips. Mm. <laughs> so you can vote for those. Patreon.com yeah, forward go. slash cultaholic <laughs> for, for one of these three fabulous picks. Jack picking Will Greggs, however you want to spell that name. I've got it here, Grig, Will Grig. Little Willie Grig. <laughs> Little Willie Grig. Matt Seidel. No, back, proud, furry, furry. Matt proud Furry, Matt Seidel. Matt <laughs> Seidel. Don't let that get in the way of a perfectly good vote. And <clears> finally... Adam Pachitis. Adam Pachitis. Funstable. Funstable. <laughs> no, what was it? The cr- vegan crunk... No, Constable. no, no. Ignore that. Ignore that's that. from a different. That's oh, someone else's IP. I, I, I would be. I would be billed as the as the MC as Constable Funstable. No, Constable Funstable. God, that's a mouthful. Constable but that would be Funstable. my title, and I'd come out and I'd have a really like loud shirt on, and everybody would be going mental. Big bow tie. Pachiti's on fire. Funstable <laughs> is brilliant. Pachiti's <laughs> on fire. <laughs> right. Sign dark, up to the Patreon, such please. Such a dark window into his soul. <laughs> Please go on to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and vote for the cheaties thing because Monday following, he won't be able to meet up with his Pokemon Go crew due to government <laughs> guidelines. Thank you very much. That's us. That's week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah. Ah. This week in wrestling. Oh, it's Smackdown. Uh, oh, I can't do that anymore. That old girl can be hating Smackdown because it's actually interesting right now. I mean, I've not mm. sat down and watched a full episode. <laughs> Don't be stupid. But I have watched the highlights on YouTube, so uh, let's get to them. Heyman and Roman open the show, and Heyman hypes Roman as the biggest star in WWE, and not on Cameo, and the only right choice for Universal Champion. He also refers to Corey Graves as Carmella's latest boyfriend, the Rapscallion. Heyman gives us his title, Special Counsel to the Tribal Chief, and Roman says this is his island. And they'll be having murder fest next <laughs> month. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts so far on Roman Reigns coming back, Jack? Love it, love it. Really, really enjoying him as a baddie. Uh, don't know how. I mean, I'm assuming the whole playing up the Samoan tribal like ancestry thing was his idea. I hope so, because <laughs> that's fine. If so, if not, bit bit weird. But no, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and I'm enjoying Heyman in his role, of course. So, yeah, no complaints here. Yeah, it, it's exactly what we've asked uh, what we've asked for, and it's it's delivering, isn't it? It's great, exciting. Yeah. Heavy Machinery beat Miz and Morrison, but Morrison steals Otis' briefcase and takes it to the back. It's later revealed to contain a sandwich. Shades of Q in Goldeneye. Why have you written that? Because. Golden I was on last weekend and I watched it or the weekend oh. before. And there's the it's one of my favorite you know the my favorite bit of any James Bond films when Q's showing him all the gadgets and scolding yeah. him at the same time. And in that one, he's showing him loads of things that don't look like they're gonna be gadgets and they are. And he's just like Bond picks up this baguette and he just starts looking at it and Q, Q just goes, Don't touch that. 
That's my lunch. It's so yeah. good. It's classic. Uh, Love Desmond yeah. Llewellyn. Q's like the, the best. The Simpsons parodied that sort of, right? With, is it Lionel Hutsey's tapping the briefcase and it falls open and a sandwich rolls out? Was, is, is that a parody of that? I've not seen... No, um, that might have, that no, might have, even been, that might have been before Goldeneye even. Oh, right, yeah. What was Goldeneye? 96? Like 95, mm. 96 maybe, uh, yeah. Anyway, this is more interesting than the segment. Uh, I imagine so because <laughs> I didn't watch it. Uh-huh. Smackdown's great in the highlights. Well, at least they know. At least oh, they well. remembered that Otis has that briefcase, right? Yeah, yeah it's nice that they remembered. That's, that's that. reassuring. Hmm. Big E is about to deliver a cake to Woods for his birthday, but instead jumped by Sheamus in the back. He hits bloody hell. He hits white noise onto a car windshield. Hmm. Or like yeah. a real car. Like is it the white noise the air raid crash thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did that. Yeah. It's cool. Hmm. Oh, okay. I'm I guessing they were done it, on guessing a it, payback, but I guess not. I'm at the glass was probably like sugar glass or something, but it still looked good. Hmm. Sasha and Bailey have a rematch with Nia and Shayna for the tag titles. The champs retain after a big Nia crossbody, and Sasha appears to be injured. Bailey starts to help her out the ring, then attacks. It finally happened, and she pulmonizes Sasha's neck. And yep, saw the highlights of this on YouTube. It finally happened. The thing we'll be waiting for. Get him, Pachidi. Well, it, it feels like it's been a long time coming, but it's one of those things that actually I think the timing's been quite nice because I don't think it got boring at any point. I wasn't too into their partnership at the beginning, but it really grew on me. And this feels, yeah, this just feels like perfect timing. And I don't think they'll rush it. I don't think they'll be doing it at Survivor Series. Rumble's a possibility. It might even go all the way to April. Who knows? Yes. You reckon WrestleMania? I reckon Sasha's winning the Rumble. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, I would love it if she did. But what, I mean, the way they've the way they've booked Sasha over the years, they'd probably just have Rousey come back and chuck her out straight away. But, you know, I'd mm. like Sasha to win the Rumble. Yeah. I would love it if she won. Oh, I would love I it. I would she love won, it. Yeah, I'd love it. Sami Zayn and Jeff Hardy argue <laughs> who is the real IC champion. Stars get involved, they all fight, and Zayn stands tall. Yeah. That's an ad. No, not really. No, it was. And then Jay Uso is Biggie's replacement in a number one contender four-way main event. The others are Corbin, Sheamus, and Riddle. Jay wins, pin and Riddle. That's it's your a boy, shocker. Jay Uso. Love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. And I, I just think it. none of us saw it coming. Obviously, he's going to get battered by Roman, but that's the right thing to happen, and it'll be really, really entertaining. It'll sell like a madman. Jey Uso's getting a bloody universal title shot. Mm-hmm. One I half like of the best tag team to ever exist on the planet, ever. <laughs> you are a big Uso's opinion. fan, aren't you? I, yeah. do, I do like the they Uso's. I don't, think, I don't think that, but uh, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. I like it. I feel like Roman's going to do something dastardly to Jay and really solidify him being a heel because Jay's acting like Roman's not actually a heel yet. He's like, are you all right with Heyman? Is everything fine? And Roman's like, it's all under control. And he's just going to be, he's going to do something horrible to Jay. So worried for Jay, excited for the story. Let's carry on. (laughs) Well said, Jack. He says, what do you think about Heyman? He goes, ah, so good, man. Uh, So interesting things happening on SmackDown. Let's see if it continues on Raw. Orton cuts a promo on Drew to open the show, but Drew appears to have stolen an ambulance and drives it into the arena, and he claims Orton and is held back by refs. Drew is apparently not ejected from the building because he interferes in Orton's match with Keith Lee later and claims him again, and he's still not taken care of because he jumps Orton backstage and claims him a third time. I reckon this is why Joe Briscoe got released. 
shotgun there. He was allowed to stay in the arena. So you think, think Briscoe's doing security? He's yeah. Imagine Briscoe trying to get Drew out of the building. I'm sorry, Mr. McMahon. He went left and I thought he was going right. <laughs> and the, the awkward bit here is because he came in the arena, obviously reversing in, checking his mirrors and everything. And it's like, oh, it's Drew McIntyre. So they start playing his music. But because his music has that like ka sound effect because it's a claymore, it sounded like as he opened the door, like for dramatic effect, they added this. <laughs> we thought it was because I went, that's not what a door open sounds like. It's like Drew McIntyre, ka And then his music played. Um, and it wasn't, but they do do this in other segments. So I thought it was in the realm of possibilities. Any thoughts here toward, towards Wild Drew doing GTA? I loved ka when I was a kid. That was a good program. Uh, ka-ching. Ka-ching. Yeah, yeah, ka-ching. Because Matthew was going ka-ching. No, what, what, what is ka-ching? What's ka-ching? Uh, it was a, I can't remember if it was CBBC or CITV, but it was uh, a live action series about a, a teenage dot-com millionaire who makes ringtones, uh, but keeps it a secret <laughs> from his parents. <gasps> I've got some vague memory of that seeing yeah. it before or something. He really fancied oh, yeah. Tamsin, the, the girl, but she was going out with Ricardo, like the dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was cool. Drew uh, here was <laughs> why haven't gone on that one. Uh, Drew was mirroring. Anyone else likes Kaching? Leave your favourite Kaching memories in the comment Zach section. Zach was down good, below. wasn't it? You're a Zach. Yeah, that, that's my I was favorite. Was, I was, I was, that's what I thought you meant. I was a bit yeah. younger for for Zap. Uh, I, I, do, very, I was I was scared of her. Good. I think was she like the the girl with the freckles drawn on her face? Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, I was scared of her as a kid. I was really terrified of her. Oh, she was um, a female the menace. Yeah, he was on the show. Banksy, what? Neil Buchanan himself. Oh yeah, Neil Buchanan is Banksy. Uh, sorry, so, yeah, Drew. Sorry, Drew. Yeah, Randy's the sort of Ricardo in this situation. <laughs> yeah, Taj is more Drew. Yeah, <laughs> who's Tamsin? Tamsin's Randy's wife. I suppose. The belt. The, oh yeah, you know that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so leave your favorite Kaching memories in the comments down below. Uh, this mirrored when Orton <laughs> gave Drew three kicks. A few weeks ago. So yes. they're just doing the parallel of that, aren't they? So I suppose I suppose it makes sense. Uh, it made WWE look very silly for not getting getting Drew out of there. Come on, guys. God, I thought it was AW where the inmates ran the asylum. <laughs> uh, the Hurt Business beat Apollo, Ricochet, and Cedric because Cedric betrays his team and joins MVP and co. Yay. Later, the Hurt Business beat Ricochet, Apollo, and the Viking Raiders in an eight-man tag that ends prematurely because Ivar gets injured and just ignore the fact that he kicks out and goes, nah, the match is over. I'm going to take you to the back and make sure that you are right. It will be ridiculous to carry on this match. I'm going to listen to the doctors and check you up. What a crazy thought, eh? Oh. But let's not that overshadow the, the match did fit. The match did finish, but he wasn't involved yeah. in the finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. But let's not ignore the positive. Cedric Alexander's doing something interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Finally. Great. Yeah, yes. it's good. I, I'm excited for that, but I, I'm worried because he's just so bloody likable, isn't he? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I find no, him I, very. I agree with Adam. Him. No, I think you're. I think find him, really fair enough. I find him very likable, handsome in a non-threatening way. You know all the things you want from a babyface, but you never know. He could be a great heel. See, he's one of those guys in WWE who is. Yeah, he was on two or five live and allowed to do whatever he wanted. He was very entertaining. Little bits of personality. And on Raw, he's just one of those generic guys who's like, hey, it's Mr. Poopy Face. Yeah. You know, one of those yeah. dudes. So I couldn't wait for him to turn so he stopped being that. Now I like him more. Now he's a bad guy because he's not being a dick. Fair enough. We should cheer him. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's no longer stupid. Ka-ching! <laughs> the former Iconics face each other and Peyton wins in a very quick match before hugging Billy after the match. And they debuted their new, uh, no longer having to pay CFO dollar sign themes. Oh, yeah. It was a thing, big thing there. Because they still are missing a lot of entrances, only playing a few final seconds of them. So I'm fairly sure that's to do with the whole, oh, no, we'll have to pay somebody for their work. Bloody hell. Uh, but, yeah, not much here. But I don't know. I, I, see what it's still bothering me a little bit. I like the fact that at the end, they hugged. They're still pals. I like it when that happens, where one yeah. doesn't like properly turn after years of history together. I think I, I, I really enjoy it because they did feel like such a, such a, they felt like sisters, didn't they? Yeah. So I, I just think it's, I just don't think they should have been broken up. Yeah. Why, why would you, and even if, yeah, they shouldn't have broken them up and they shouldn't have then like made them face each other the first week after. <laughs> That should be something for far down the line yeah. when they finally, when their paths finally cross again. Right. So I don't really understand. Made it very obvious which one WWE wants to push as well. Yep. Because Peyton won. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but at least we didn't get any promos like, I never locked ye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you think. Uh, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot beat Shayna in a two on one handicap match. And oh, have another one sorry, against Nia. Oh, and then Retribution oh. and. Um, Moving on, Kevin Owens asked. No, 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 no. Retribution. Uh, Some of the members got identified by sleuths online, and also Dave Meltzer said a couple as well. So one of them is Mojo, by the looks of it, which is exciting for Adam. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah, one of those guys in that promo was Mojo. Uh, Dijakovic was there. He's been rumored for a while, but again, this doesn't mean necessarily that they are going to be the members. They're just maybe ex- like they could effectively be extras at the moment, so no one really knows. But how did you feel, Adam, about that? Well, I think he's going to make a good leader. People have um, <laughs> been comparing, people have been comparing Mojo to to Flair uh, for a long time, and, uh, Hi, and I think that this is the this is the new Horseman. It's the five Horsemen. Maybe mm. more. I don't. I don't really know. <laughs> and yeah, I think. Uh, well, it's just it's such a hodgepodge, isn't it? Why? Why? They, what, what do any of these people have <laughs> have in common? Well, apart the, from them being wrestlers. In the promo, they've all been thrown out to the wilderness and meant to feed off scraps in a cruel, unforgiving world. So I'm thinking, is that a deliberate <laughs> reference to the releases? And are they mo- are they like parodying uh, the way that yeah. released wrestlers go on, which isn't. Nice. If so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it'll be then. Dijakovic wouldn't surprise me, um, but I, I just think that yeah, they're placeholders, aren't they? I honestly say. think they've. I honestly think they don't know. They're just like well, and then yeah. they'll be revealed to be people. Yeah. Yeah. Barrett's back now. No, new, new I would Nexus. love it. I would love no. it if Barrett was. Yes, Barrett's yeah. in charge. He's on he's the roster page. He's, he's, he's proper bad. Oh, he's amazing. He's so he's great. good. Oh, as a so commentator, good. yeah, but I don't want to say new, 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 new Nexus. Well, he can just be their the mouthpiece. Nuxus. Yeah. <laughs> it's really you cast in a new Nexus? I don't know. There's so many wrestlers. That, that was a hodgepodge as well, wasn't it? That was just a bunch of True. people that had nothing in quite except for NXT, the season yeah, one the, being a common. Yeah. It's so really maybe funny. Mojo does fit. Growing up, they did that with 205 Live. I'd be interested. Growing yeah. up in your in your castle, and Matthew will attest to this as well. Whenever the Nexus gets mentioned, Nexus is the name <laughs> of the company that runs the local metro service. So 
You'll always see people blaming Nexus on Twitter, like, Nexus, I was late for work this morning, and then just imagining, like, Barrett and, his, and the lads just beating someone up on the way to work. Yeah. Because Nexus are rubbish. I, I see a lot of it as well, because TNA, um, TNA launched a similar stable called Southern Vectus. So whenever I see Southern Vectus <laughs> oh, up, I think, oh, it's like the, the bus company on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. Hover Travel is another one. Wow. <laughs> And Derek I'm Sandy was in Ring of Honor for a bit as well. <laughs> Derek. Remember when we had the National Express tag team? <laughs> really awkward, that. <laughs> Sorry, that was crap. <laughs> so rubbish. But you say it so well, Bichini. We almost thought you were being... I was like, when was... Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's, that, it's that brief moment of... Well, I don't remember. Oh, he's being, he's being Pichini-ish, right. Who was in that? Probably Zima Ion. <laughs> yeah. Why we like to work? Uh, Justin Gabriel gave the Metro 450. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Asta Black brawl in Raw Underground, but uh, Davakato gets involved and comes out on top. Big yeah. old mess. Davakato. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He's he's there. He's arrived. Yeah, he's looking as good as you can look in Raw Underground, which is not very. <laughs> was that Eric Bischoff's theme music lyrics? Yeah, the problem he's is here. if if and Owens and, all right. if Owens and Black were brawling in the ring, and he came out to the ring, this up relative, this pretty unknown guy, and battered both of them in the ring, that would be huge. But because he did it on Raw Underground, I just I the impact gets taken away. Couldn't agree more. There's something about it, isn't there, that I ju- I'm just struggling to care. And in my head, they all sort of just merge into one. Like, I yeah. couldn't tell you what happened two weeks ago on Raw Underground. It's all just some murky stuff. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if the aesthetic plays into that. But yeah, it's something that's just, I, I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered, which is a shame because I want to I want to like it. But mm. I like yeah. it because it's, it's blatantly Shane McMahon's fantasy playing out. And that's funny to me. Yeah, ha, fair. Ha, ha. 
That's what laughter sounds like, kids. <laughs> and yeah, I'm still waiting for anything, the point of it to be revealed. The yeah. Shane McMahon title or whatever. But until then, Big Dom Mysterio faces Murphy in a no-DQ match with the Mysterio family at ringside. They all team up and batter Murphy with kendo sticks. It's a happy ending to Raw. I like this. Mm. I like the family getting together and beating up someone. Good memories. I saw, was it you, you, Matthew? Jack? Was it you, Matthew, or was it someone... At, like atting you on Twitter or was it just someone else on Twitter anyway um, who'd synced up the kendo stick thing with Don't Stop Me Now like the scene in yeah, Shaun of the Dead with all the cool right. cues yeah that would be a, mostly the buzzard who does lots of good work right yeah I like it I'm very happy that plug but yes, did you like it Adam it. yeah I thought it was good sorry my ears are really hurt and these headphones oh. are very tight so I'm just pulling my ears yes I liked it Dominic Mysterio is ridiculously good etc etc yeah I thought it was good it was fun end to the show it was, it was decent yeah and Buddy Murphy is, is someone who's very good at taking a beating just sold yeah. it like mad look great NXT Super Tuesday it says here Tuesday Tuesday oh is that supposed yeah. to be um, NXT Super Tuesday Tuesday, Tuesday. oh I get it thank you <laughs> Adam Cole and Finn Balor have their match for the vacant NXT title. Balor wins and Cole later congratulates him backstage. Ooh. Mm, intriguing. It was what it was. I saw a lot of people raving about this online. I was too distracted by the fact that Scott Pilgrim The Game is going to be out very soon. They finally managed to re-release it, ladies and gentlemen. It Wait. only took 10 years of bugging the people who made what, it. What reminds what you of that do? about Cole and Balor? Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd talk about something positive. Oh, I liked the match. It was a good match. <laughs> There's just something about... something I about. It. Some, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Matthew just hates kick-outs. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I swear I used to like NXT, and then I watch it now and go, it's a bit rubbish, this, isn't it? It feels like a different show. I'll give you that, I since, since I, AW. It's just all the bloody It same. does, but I can't, I'm sure, you can't watch Balor and Cole and say it was a bit rubbish. It was a good match. I didn't say it was... No, sorry, yeah. I'll apologise. It was all right, but I just have nothing. It's like, well, that was a good match. And then I'll go to the toilet and come yeah, back that, and go, I that's remember true. nothing about it. That is that's true. That's what I mean. I, I they put in lots of effort. Balor looks lovely. <clears throat> I had no idea he was nearly 40. Cole looks lovely also. Yeah. I said what I said. No, ooh, not as much. Oh, well, I think I think Cole's a very handsome man, actually. So I know you say every week. Yeah, he's uh, just so... Yeah, and, Ro and Ross backs me up as well because he's so striking. Oh, but Ross is striking. Well, we all know that. Both, both uh, of them are striking, yeah. Velveteen Dream squashes some dude and then Kushida comes out afterwards and attacks him. Good lad, Kushida. Uh, and he's <laughs> not, not, it's not No, it's not, of course it's not. not. Real. It's not real. He wasn't actually hitting him. No, well, they're not very nice all. I get that the match was just a setup <clears throat> to the return or the attack from uh, from Kushida. It just felt a bit weird seeing Velveteen Dream do a squash. It was just, it just odd. But yeah, good to see uh, Kushida back. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt Kushida's, or anything this time because it's, it's just not not been very good in NXT. Kushida's doing nothing. And it's yeah. so sad to see a, the WCPW PWWC winner. Well done. Nice. Thank you. Being treated in such a way. Because yeah. oh, he already got attacked by the prestige, and now he's got this to deal with. Paul Booker. Yeah, 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 he did. <laughs> well, he was he, like <laughs> Trips wanted him. Trips wanted him for ages as well. Yeah, yeah. And and so I thought, oh, this is somebody that's going to come come in, and he's going to be um, NXT champ within six months. Mm. And it just just hasn't happened. I know injuries have played a part and all that. Hopefully, this is the turning point. We'll I hope see. So. He's not even 
they're, they're not even giving him as much as they did with Kenta, who got not a lot. I mean, he got injured a lot as well, but yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Hmm. Ronnie Strong beat Killian Dane after distraction from Bobby Fish. They beat Dane down until Drake Maverick comes out with a bat to save the day. He wants a handshake from Dane, who just clotheslines him instead. Ah, oh, tough love. I think we've all been there. Tegan Knox goes to the Gargana house for dinner, and it's awkward. But she is wearing a Bull Meccano shirt, so oh, another nice. highlight for NXT. Slowly, Candice convinces her to be friends again. But tensions resurface regarding the NXT women's title. They throw food at each other, and Gargano gets a bowl of pasta thrown over his head. Tegan Scarpers. Yeah, Gargano, good, Gargano kicked out, though, awkward. at two. <laughs> <laughs> he had to take two bowls of pasta and a bottle was, of cumin it before was he could mar- take the bowl. It was marginally less awkward than my backstage promo with Tegan Knox when I asked her out. So, in a way, what? yeah. What was that? Yeah, that just, <sighs> this is a I'm saying it was marginally... Less awkward because it, it was very awkward. I wasn't insinuating something. That was else. an awful. It, that was an awful. Promo. It was, a, it was a good promo. Well, I mean, obviously, obviously, our chemistry was off the charts. Yeah, but <laughs> it was just dreadful. Well, oh, that's the then, thing when you when you bring real life relationships into it. Oh my god! No, it's never going to work. Not true. Not true. I had to ask out her, Jen, and Susie, but I knew Jen and Susie at the so same that time. No, no. Yeah. In the same show. Four-way. It was like one of those, like... <laughs> but then was, one of them was going to say yes, but then Jen Louise stepped in and goes, you can't, he's a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what was going to happen was I asked them all out separately. They all said no. Then, because Susie was managing Primate, he attacked me because I asked her out, right? Oh, okay. But so there was. So then he payoff. formed the Jackalites to take no, down Primate. Then, but then they turned the, out to be YouTube presenters who couldn't wrestle. The payoff was going to be the one that eventually did get with me was going to be Melina, but then it got turned into the thing that got scrapped, which I'm glad yeah. got scrapped, where I lured her into a cupboard. So that was the payoff that everyone wanted as well. I remember all the comments being like, when is Jack going to get with Melina? Why don't you yeah, put we- Melina to get with Jack? It's what, it's what the people wanted. <laughs> what, what happened when you lured her into a cupboard? She you battered me. Yeah. No, she oh, beat me up and then left. But it got cut from the oh. show and I'm glad because it made me look like, it. Would, oh, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fan fiction was all over the place at the time, the Jack Melina fan fiction. Everyone wanted to see it. That's yeah. why we booked it. No. <laughs> She cost, she cost 12 grand get her in and do that cupboard suppose mental worth every penny I had to cut it in the end but uh, she was like I'm not I'm not getting on that plane and that's the cupboard spot <laughs> uh, still, still, follow, still follows me on Twitter but hasn't replied to my last DM which was a dick pic <laughs> me oh, and no. my no it wasn't a dick pic <laughs> I got bullied by possibly you Definitely Sam was there as well. Yeah. Do you remember there. that? Yeah. yeah. It was your house, wasn't it? The little party thing? No. Oh. I thought it was when we were watching the worst matches ever on that charity stream at What Culture. Oh, maybe I wasn't there. No, I'm thinking of a different and time then. We were watching like the WrestleMania 20 whatever Battle Royal, which I think was the one that Santina Morello won. Right. And I got I was a bit drunk and got bullied into DMing her saying, just watching the WrestleMania 25 Battle Royal, so sad you didn't win. And she's not applied. And this was like three Christ. years ago. I know no, it's so embarrassing, isn't it? She's it's probably so just missed it. Send her a send her an emoji or a little poke or something. 
That's we like used to, messenger. We used to t- we used to talk a bit. It was mental. It was so weird. I yeah, remember being like, hot. yeah, was, I bet. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't. It never turned sexual. Obviously. Anyway, mean, obviously. Well, obviously not. Why obviously? Because because it just doesn't work, does it? Melina NXT. And- good <laughs> episode. It was. Oh, then Rhea Ripley beat Mercedes Martinez. This was great. Match. This was yeah, great. We should probably talk about it physical more. bloody. Yeah. It was. No cupboards involved. Good match. Liked it. Yep. No Positive cupboards thoughts involved. Thoughts on NXT. Yeah. AEW was... Dynamite. Oh, go on. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I just really enjoyed it. It was too. I, I think it was. They'd done a good job in a weird way of building both women up to be like dangerous. So when they both got in the cage, it was like, oh, this is actually intriguing. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then AEW Dynamite. Jurassic Express beat the Lucha Brothers after a miscommunication between Penta and Phoenix. Eddie Kingston has to smooth things over afterwards and also mentions that he was never officially eliminated for the Casino Battle Royale. Apparently he went under the ropes rather than over the ropes or something. But the best bit was Eddie Kingston going, you are my best friend, my best friend, over and over again, which is a nice thing to hear from Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice man, isn't he? Oh, he seems seems to be, He's the nicest heel in the business. He loves me. He's, he's my Melina. Right, Does right, he? yeah, fair enough. Pals? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adams, you, oh, wouldn't know yeah. It. you wouldn't know it by any interaction we've ever had, but we're pals. Adams yeah. is probably Mojo, because <laughs> yeah. he. I think he tweeted you today, this morning, yeah, last night. Yeah, yesterday. He, uh, I was watching Matilda last night and mm. thought oh. uh, Tranchable would be a good wrestling heel. Yeah, great. Uh, and, and he, he tweeted responded to it. Gives a job. Say again? Did he say gives a job? He's, he's more than welcome to one. If the retribution thing doesn't work out... Then if he can use Premier Pro, come on in. <laughs> Pay him a relocation fee, get him down to Newcastle. Welcome to the team, Dean. What did what did he say about Matilda? Uh what did I say or did he no, say? What did, what did, oh, uh, no, he, what he did said, what did uh, Dean he said, say? Uh, uh he said Oh, she'd probably be uh she'd probably be a good guy nowadays. Oh. Yeah. Classic mojo. Like. Yeah. Um, what? What? What does that mean? Because all the, I, I guess all the bad guys get cheered now. There's near way she's getting cheered. The Trunchbull. Trunchbull. Yeah, she's such will. a good, such a good heel. Oh. Yeah, they. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon she'd be. That said, no, because there's nothing. She'd be like a Baron. She'd be a female Baron Corbin. I think actually, I don't think she would no, get cheered. No, no, I disagree. No, she's an Olympian. She's got that background, like her angle. She did chopper, True. hammer throw, and javelin. I think with three a of them. Anyway. Freaking neck. Yeah, with a broken neck. I, uh, I, I feel like the the moment she, she whipped out. I guess the inverted Cesaro spin thing with the hair. Yeah. Then she's getting cheered. If she does that, like imagine oh, yeah. that tossing someone into the front row or something. Huge, huge pop. Yeah. My my mum's still oh he's huge gone again. pop as well for Pachiti taking a breather. Oh he's back. My, uh, there he goes again. My mum still laughs hysterically at that scene. She can't get over it, the pigtail swinging what? scene. She finds, she, finds it, she finds it so funny. It's the wide shot when her legs are clearly off the ground. She just loses it at that point. Yeah, Sadist, your wow. mum. Yeah. When, uh, when Trunchbull's looking around the house for, for Miss Honey, is it? Uh, she's, uh, it, that's a terrifying scene. And then Such she jumps scene. from the upper balcony down like a coup de gras. Um, hits the floorboards hard. It's oh, it's terrifying, and you think she's got her, but she doesn't. Yeah, it's great. Matilda's great film, guys. Yeah. And she have like semi on my way. If she beats you, you have to eat a giant oh, yeah, cake. Mm. After what? Sorry, 
And after she beats you, you have to eat a giant cake. Do you know all those guys there? They're all fit and healthy. So like, no, not the entire confection. <laughs> the entire confection. <laughs> it's great. I saw it live because uh, Tim Minchin did the music for it, uh, oh, wow. the, the oh. stage version. It's really fantastic. And the original guy that played Matilda's dad, was it? Yeah, uh, was Paul Kay, a.k.a. Dennis Penis, a.k.a. Mike yeah. Strutter, a.k.a. That, that, that bloke from Blackball, who's class. He, he's so good. Brilliant musical. Sorry, yeah. I've done it again. AEW is no, a show. This is what people tune show. in for. Complete bollocks. Uh, Mahari cuts a te- <laughs> wow. This is a bit harsh. Mahari cuts a textbook babyface promo. No, it's not harsh. The fans and his family. Red being shown in the crowd. Is that that that, that no that no 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 really no. harsh. Not, no no. It, oh, I didn't mean it to sound harsh. I just meant oh, a okay. textbook babyface. Pro- textbook's a good thing. If someone does a textbook arm drag, well, that's a bit harsh. Mm. Yeah, okay. What are you on about, mate? Sort your life out. No, um, so anyway, no, 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 Techers. Is that what techers means? Like textbook or is that technique? You know, techers when, when means, techers means technique, but... Uh, I've no technique, yeah. Matthew, I'm sorry for shouting. Um, it's okay, I still love you. I love you too. So I try to use that as a transition into the next sentence. This is the longest it. build ever, so, by the way. So, two go years on, between you two. So, um... Just toss yeah, the, each other off. The, the, so the Matt Hardy thing. Um, I, I meant it's a textbook babyface promo in that he comes out, he says he loves the fans, he loves his wife and his kids, and he shouts them out. I just meant it's like a, it's the babyfacest oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. babyface promos. It's vintage. Yeah. That's right. I want to clarify. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a Michael Gold vintage. Yeah. And he clarifies that he, whatever he had happened to him, he'd be able to recover from. And also, yeah, Rebby is shown in the crowd. She was very vocal on Twitter about what had happened. So clearly there's been some sort of reconcilement there. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's just nice that he came on and said, look, I'm all right. It was very much needed. Uh, hopefully AW can, you know, learn from this. Orange Cassidy beats Angelico, but is attacked by Santana and Ortiz. Chuck and Trent save the day, then challenge the pair of them to a parking lot brawl next week to revenge their mam's van. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kip, Kip Sabian reveals his best man. Oh, my God. a couple of teasers, and I thought it might be somebody else. It wasn't Brian Pillman Jr. or Big Puff. Who is that? Is that a wrestler? Yes. Right, okay. That's his, that's his name, by the way. I'm not just insulting him. No, no. Uh, he's revealed to be... Yeah, with yeah. one F, yeah. P-U-F. Right. Yeah. Is it Poof then, or...? No, it's, he calls him Puff. Puff like, with one F? Like Puff. Yeah, it's just the way it's spelled. I was searching mm-hmm. for him to see poofs. if he was a wrestler. Like, like Puff Daddy, but with one F. Poof Daddy. Poof. P. Diddley. Anyway, it's revealed to be... Let's not focus on that guy. Focus on the other dude. The artist formerly known as Rusev, now known as Miro. He's here. He's dyed his hair. He's on AEW. He's got promos. Wearing got, all the Gucci. All they, the Gucci. The Dis, the, was it like supposed to be... Is that what Gucci looks like? With like a knockoff Disney thing? I guess it's one of their lines, yeah. I'm not very, I'm not very I, cool. I saw Gucci all over. And the trousers, I think, were Gucci. I don't own a pair. Oh. <laughs> they, uh, they got me fully. Because when Puff came out, and then... It was, then I thought Pillman, I thought it legit was him. I was like, oh, that's all right. That's pretty cool. He's getting his, uh, his first little storyline. And then I, when it wasn't him, I was like, this is going to be crap. And I said on Graded, like, if it, it, it better be The Rock, I was thinking by this point, because they've messed around for so long. But it was almost as good. I was, I was shocked when he walked out. I couldn't believe it. Very, mm. very exciting. Not, not where you would expect to see him in his, his debut. I, a lot of people yeah. are sort of saying like, oh man, you're matching him with like Kip Sabian. I really like Kip Sabian for a start. Um, but 
I think the the benefit that this could have for Kip Sabian's AEW career could be really massive. And he's a guy who's, who's not been booked particularly strongly. Um, so yeah, sure, it's it's not. I, I imagine a lot of people might have expected Rusev to pop up and bloody challenge. I don't know. The storyline doesn't call for it at the moment, but like somebody of Brody Lee's level or an MJF or whatever, right? Uh, actually, I quite like the fact that they put a big star in what is essentially an upper undercard feud. Yeah, you can't, feud storyline. You can't chuck everyone in at the top, can you? Because then some of them will lose and fall down. It's just the mm-hmm. way. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Moxie can't be all of them every month. Can't. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, someone broke it down. The how this weird storyline has happened. So Rusev gets released. He says, balls to this, retires to be a Twitch streamer under his real name, Miro. As Miro's channel starts to get big, Lana apparently, maybe, shills something on an entirely different stream and may have caused Vince to lose his whatever to the point where he initially bans Lana from Twitch. AEW mocks this by having Kip plug his Twitch channel at All Out. And AEW actually has Kip's Twitch plug go somewhere meaningful by having it lead to Miro's debut. Yeah. What a weird, weird circumstance. Yeah. I'm trying to use wrong words here. If I was, no, no, that was a good summary. If I was Kip Sabian, though, I'd be really worried that he's going to just turn on me and batter me immediately, as soon as possible, next week. (laughs) Like, just as soon as possible. Should we read that segment? (laughs) My best friend Miro. Uh. At the end, he jumped into his arms and I was just waiting for him to just, like, Mark Henry him. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jericho and Hager beat Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss before Jericho reveals that they'll be entering the tag division. Okay. Don't mm. move on from Orange Cassidy. And by the way, Orange Cassidy appears to be sticking with the serious mode rather than going back to yeah wacky character Orange Cassidy, which I think is for the best. Also use some of the momentum, momentum whatever. They newly signed Tay Conti, loses to Nyla Rose, but is saved from a beatdown by Shida, who stares Rose and Vicky Guerrero down. I'm not sure how I feel about Shida versus Nyla so soon after the... the I mean, Shida took the belt from Nyla. I'd rather there was some other women built up, I think. But, yeah. yeah. I think we're asking a lot from this company. Uh, Dustin Rhodes loses his TNT title shot against Brody Lee, who celebrates afterwards but forces Cabana to get out of the ring. Dustin's beaten up and broken down. <laughs> but it's okay because we learned that Cody's got a brand new talent show. This was amazing because I know what? it wasn't intended or anything, but like, oh my God, Dustin, he's been beaten down and broken. He's not got much left in his life or his career. Oh, if only someone could come help him or save him. Up next, Dustin Rhodes and the Go Big Show. The- Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes and the Go Big Show. Oh, well, I'm laughing But yeah, yeah, but no. It was so bad. Where is he? Where is he? Hi, guys, I'm Cody, and this is my new show. He's walking He's walking towards the camera, and he's like, when I got injured recently, I thought, should I have gone home? Instead, I went big. And I'm just thinking, your brother's in danger. Like, what are you doing? I'm the roads on the canvas looking up, going, brother, where are you? He sees this promo air. He's like, ugh. Cody's busy going. Dies. There's no singing or dancing in this talent show. I'm friends with Snoop Dogg. And I'm just thinking, what's going on? (laughs) It was the perfect demonstration, in my opinion anyway, of the relationship between an older and younger sibling. As an older sibling, I fully sympathized with Dustin here. Yeah. Adam, you're a younger sibling, aren't you? Yeah. What's it like? Uh, Well, I got the, I had to have the the top bunk instead of the bottom bunk. Oh, it's more exciting. No, it's horrible. Is it? Yeah, it's just a hassle, isn't it? Oh, I thought the top bunk was well. When you're a kid, no, you want the top bunk. if I stay at a hostel or anything now... Now? Mate. 
Yeah. But when you're a kid, uh, it's exciting. You're, you're sleeping yeah. up a ladder. No, I didn't. <laughs> sleeping up a ladder. <laughs> right, right on the top rung. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was, it was fine. I, I was, uh, I was, I was my parents' favourite. So yeah, you get away with more. Mm. The younger ones always get away with more. Yeah. Have you got any brothers or sisters, Matthew? Yes, I am the oldest, and just like Pachidi, we've asked our parents this before. Neither of us were planned, but both parents insist I was the favourite mistake. So, <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So yeah, apart from the bit where Cody appeared and was like, "Hi, I drive a car, but not like this." I thought it was an <laughs> all right episode of AEW. I thought and the story, the storylines up. We had, we had because. It was hard writing those notes because there's so many little things going on that were too yeah, short. Yeah. But the the Omega Hangman stuff is is interesting. Oh yeah, there we go, Mister Hangman is uh, he was they had separate sit down interviews at different points in the show and Hangman they're both devastated. But Hangman's like, yeah, I want to try and reconcile with him. We can get through this. We can we can move past it and still be a great tag team. And Omega's just like, no, I'm gonna be a single star. And he's being really arrogant and saying like, I was destined for great things in this company and all that. I just can't, I really want, it looks like they're going that way. I really want Heal Omega and Hangman as the mm. hero to like vanquish it. It's going to be so yeah. good. And I often mock Omega because, you know, in the ring or on the, the promos, he's like, ah, I'll get you and all this. <laughs> he's just ridiculously over the top. Here, he was like, yeah, yeah. He was like, nah, mm. I'm supposed to be doing better than this. Could be have yeah. big things. Because I'm out, I'm like, oh, okay, nice. Nice. So I could see the depth of change without it being too heavy handed. Going, Kenny's going to turn bad now. Ooh. But that was The Week in Wrestling. Oh, Let's sorry. I'm sorry. I've remembered one more hilarious that part. That wasn't I'm The sorry. Week in Wrestling. Uh, the Young Bucks super kicking Alex Marvez was my favorite thing uh-huh. this week entirely. Because he knocks on the door, right? And he's, cause they're like, Alex Marvez is here. He's about to interview the Bucks in their locker room. And he knocks on the door and waits two seconds then goes oh knocks again and then goes sorry guys back to you in the studio i'm like you've given them barely any time then they answer the door they kick him he falls off screen which i assume was into a a, like a crash mat and i just remember thinking you've you've bottled it slightly there marvez i'm a younger man than marvez i don't know what it's like to be super kicked at that age maybe it's really inconvenient but i feel like he bottled it slightly i've just i've got to say I'm glad you're the professional to tell him how we should ah, be doing it, Joe. Yeah, I've taken one, and I know all the all the ways to take. <laughs> but no, I just I don't know. He, he's claimed on Twitter that he wrenched his back when he fell. <laughs> <laughs> Making friends here. Why have I done that? Well, yeah, okay, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we see uh, Lord Alfred Hayes going to interview Ultimate Warrior. And he's like, I'm going to lock on the Ultimate Warrior's dressing room now. <laughs> he doesn't appear to be answering, but I will end up putting the door anyway. And the warrior's like, get out! And he's like, that was extremely rude by the Ultimate Warrior. It's like, you just, just, don't you pervert? Alfred Hayes, the first thing that happens on WrestleMania 1 is he forgets to call Gorilla Monsoon by his work name and he goes, Gino, it's just so funny. <laughs> I'm going to talk on the, the door of Gino Morella now. I like the fact you, you're, you're sort of doing oh. you're sort of doing a Dracula slash Lord Alfred Hayes hybrid there. I really like it. Can you do <laughs> more of that, Matthew? A, a knockoff Chris Eubank. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I want to hear Matthew do an audio book where it's 
Alfred Hayes doing an extended interview with Bret Hart. I'd love, I'd pay money for that. <laughs> now speak to the excellent of execution himself, Bret the Hitman Hart. Go on. Can't be bothered. Oh. I've got nothing planned and I'm trying to learn on this show. If I've got nothing funny to say, just shut up. Anyway, we'll go on to the next segment, which is right now. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> mail bag time. Ah, keep that in, please. Please keep that in. Oh, that was supposed to be for the, the editor. Oh, just when we went mail time. <laughs> what did he say in mail bag? Now it's time to look in the mailbag room without knocking on the door. Question number one. Hi, did lads. About a decade uh, ago, I was a big fan of the WWE Kids with a Z magazine. Oh, I remember that. They did lots of creative competitions for the legion of fans, and I decided to enter one. I made the Tornado Tag Trouble pay-per-view and drew ooh. a tornado-like logo, and it got featured in the magazine, and I got third place. I can't remember which was first, but second was Fatal 4-Way, which I thought was rubbish. About a year or so later, I was shocked to see they made this into an actual pay-per-view event. At the bottom of every competition, there was a small print that stated that every competition entry became the property of WWE, and they have the right to use it however they please. So my question to you is, if you had to make a pay-per-view from scratch, what would it be? It could be a gimmick show or just an inti- intimidating word. Thanks, Harry Casualty Man. Oh, I remember that guy. How are you doing, Paul? Oh, yes. Yes. From the casualty question. Yes. Nice. Yes. So apart from insinuating that WWE took the idea for Fatal 4-Way from a children's magazine, are there any <laughs> pay-per-views you could come up with off scratch? Or from scratch, even? A, a name popped into my head immediately and I can attach a pay-per-view concept to oh. it. Get the stables. Oh, yes. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's like, oh, it's like, it's, it's yeah. like King of the Ring, but for stables. I love it. He's won hosted, already. Hosted by Devon yeah. Dudley, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Because then they all shout at him. Oh. Yeah. All, all night, yeah. <laughs> He's absolutely sick of it. <laughs> He's got to fetch them all from the back. The camera follows him. Oh, I've got to get the stables again. Everyone's like, hey, Devon. Devon, hey, hey, Devon. Like, you'll never guess what I'm about to say. He's like, oh, for Christ. <laughs> me, me and Adam have like both done really crazy things from being involved in wrestling, but the one that I'm most jealous of Adam that I didn't get to do is he's on the receiving end of a get the tables from Bubba Ray Dudley. I think that's yeah. fantastic. That's he, so good. He shouted, Pachiti, get the tables. Oh, it was the coolest yes. moment of my life. I'd be worried I'd nearly I've fall over if he slapped. Did he, did he probably slap you in the chest as well when he did it? Like uh, he does no, the I was shove. on the outside of the ring, I think. Okay, so because I'd be worried outside, that yeah. I, I couldn't take a shove from Bubba Ray I'd, Dudley I'd, and stand I'd, up. Yeah, I'd have taken yeah. the old back bump. <laughs> I think What's I've got another one? idea. You, you, mm. No, you go ahead. Mm. I need a my name would be. I swear this was a game show or some concept. Like, bear with me here. Two men, let's say it's, let's say it's a match. Never mind the show, might be a bit long there. Maybe you can go the entire time, I don't know, might be a long one. 15 questions, three only... lifelines, and at the end of it, you win a million quid. <laughs> <laughs> For 15 to one, the, oh. somewhere in the arena, there's this, let's say a golden ticket that one of the wrestlers has to get. <laughs> And they have to have possession of that before they can make a pinfall. 
This is so good already. But <laughs> somewhere, idea, somewhere near, somewhere put, near the arena, like down the road. No, no, well, we're, it's like the bell rings. There's a chocolate factory. They're in the chocolate factory. No, sorry, go on. <laughs> You've got to get rings. your grandparents out of bed, but only one of them can do it. Sorry, Mandy, go on. I will shut up. The bell rings, and they have to like go. All right, both stop wrestling and have to go in the crowd looking for the golden ticket, which it might be under someone's chair. So lots of brawling and knocking over kids just to make sure you look under the chairs. That's safe. Uh, might be in the backstage area, the parking lot. Might be under a, a Ford Focus, perhaps. And maybe, maybe it's down the Chocolate River. Maybe it's down the Chocolate River. Maybe it's in the one millionth Wonka bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that, the only way the match continues is if someone gets it. And eventually, like an hour 15 in, you know, they're talking about Devon Dudley. Ah, oh, remember that show they did called Meet the Stables? He's like, I'll kill you all. And then get the stables. someone's starring Ben Stiller. Stables. <laughs> Sorry, I messed Robert it up. Robert De Niro. Yes, good film. And uh, <laughs> Devon Dudley gets milked. It's great. And uh, they become back, and that's the only way they can win the matches if they have possession of that. But then if Wait. they drop it, like he's doing the pinfall. Hang on. And one, two, and it drops out of his pocket. This it goes, sounds... oh, it doesn't count. This they sounds... can grab it and throw it in the crowd again. This sounds very... Tedious, Matthew. Oh, I disagree. Oh, I think it sounds anything but cool. No, I, I think it sounds incredibly tedious. When you said golden ticket, I was really hoping for some kind of to mirror the the structure of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I thought there was going to be five wrestlers all with a golden ticket. They get knocked off one by one in hilarious ways. One turns into a big, you know, yeah. ball, and they roll That's her good. out. They all sing a song when one gets eliminated. We can do that as well. Okay, cool. I'm glad. It's, it is a pay-per-view. That was just one match. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, five teams. Wait, wait until to survive you hear the, through the, the BFG factory. brawl that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, Jericho and Hagar are taking on the Twits. <laughs> oh. yeah. Fantastic Mr. AR Fox. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Danny Birch, champion of the world. <laughs> That's my favourite role doll as well. Danny, champion yeah. of the world. But Danny Birch, champion of the world. George Mazanin's Marvellous Medicine. Oh. <laughs> Bring it back. It's a bit, bit much. I was going to go gorgeous, George. George. Pain. <laughs> oh, man. Have you got one, Jack? Yeah, well, mine's, um, mine's pretty much a... a it's it's fall guys, but with wrestlers. Okay. So there oh. we go. My other idea that's that's obviously that's brilliant. Uh, my other idea is some sort of a full length, like feature length, pay per view length, twenty four seven title, and they just book out like an island or a city, an empty an empty area. And they just have to spend like four hours and it's like watching an epic long film with all the twists and turns all around the 24-7 title. I'll be honest, I wish I'd gone first. My ideas are worse than... No, I even, like that last even, one. That last even one's Matthew. genuinely good. Yeah, but it's not funny, is it? It's not, it's not worse than it's Matthews. It's not get the stables, is it? It's not got that, it's not got that snap to it. That's it we, when you're pitching a TV show, apparently that's the that's what you, you need to do is puns. come up with a good a name. Just a, a oh. name. They love a name. Mm. I've got another one here. Mm. Go on. That I've just come up with. I think it's better. It's not got a better name because I've, I've written three names down here. Uh, so it's going to be like Clash of the Champions. But every title is on the line, but the only people 
that can challenge for those titles are people who have never held it before. Okay. So you'd get like tag titles on the line, or oh, who's not held it, AJ. And then he's got, a, a, in the weeks building up to it, he's got to find a partner and everybody's held the tag title. So he ends up having to team with Paul Heyman. That's, oh, that's perfect at the moment. Oh. In fact. Uh, and then on the world heavyweight, not heavyweight, Universal, uh, you've got Roman. I mean, he's already taken on Jey Uso. They're already doing this. But you could, you could, there are different what you could do finally. You could do Big E or Cesaro or something like that. And it's called, I've got three. Oh. First Chance Saloon. Okay. Which is quite bad um, the quest for the next transitional champion or belt a- virgins <laughs> <laughs> belt virgins is the one <laughs> like yeah, belt I like so virgins as well. you, you been brass, the ring. Time, brass ring is a good name as well maybe yeah. no it's, good. it's no belt virgins because that doesn't exist according to Miro oh it's uh, above that glass ceiling so another one could be and uh, why even bother at this point? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we show, so you want to go, like, oh. Matthew? <laughs> <laughs> why even bother? I go back he to just, bed. He just finally had enough in the middle of the mailbag. Why? What's the point? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I can't top belt virgins, so I'll move on. No, 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 no. I want to hear it. I want to hear it as well. You, I you hear don't. It. We're only an hour and 50 minutes in. I was going to say, this is the longest podcast we've ever done, and it's already... Full of uh, silly things. Crap. Yeah. I didn't say that. So mine is question number two. Did the Reno's greetings friends? Did what? Did the Reno's greetings friends? Did the Reno's say hello? Did the Reno's like Flanders? I don't know. I think the guy went was going to put in did the Reno's instead of friends, but forgot. So he just did both of them. I think there might have been a copy and pasting error on my part. Maybe is it cut off the end of the last question? I don't know. Anyway, we're both we're all diddlers. Uh, with a pandemic no. and trying to think of a world without the big, big, big C virus, or as I call it, Vince Russo fever, I'm wondering what <laughs> I'm wondering what world would look like without wrestling. My life would be completely different. Given wrestling is central to your careers, I'd say if you assume yours would be too. My question if professional wrestling didn't exist in any form, how different would your life be? Would your personality have developed differently? And what would you be doing for a career if it wasn't wrestling journalism or poorly editing together clips of people making mistakes in your workplace like Mafu does? Poorly? Much love to to all of you. Mafu's nemesis, Jared from Newcastle, but not that one, NSW Australia. Right. I forget why you're my nemesis. There's so many of them, Jared. You need to, you know, summarize it. But uh, much love anyway. Did he say why he hates me? It must be a previous... Yeah. Mailbag. So the question is, what would we be doing if wrestling wasn't a thing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a good question, though. Um, For my nemesis, called Jared. Adam would still Adam would still be a YouTuber. No, I wouldn't. He'd be making videos in some way. Yeah, no. you're you're way bigger than you wrestling, yeah, journalism, and all that. You'd be doing some kind I of it. viral. No, I. It's a weird one because wrestling shapes like without getting too self indulgent and wanky it's it shapes oh, yeah, so no, much hate that on this show so much of of who i am from like big things like uh i don't know like not learning to not care what people think about me so like wrestling i don't care anymore if people know that i like and love wrestling um to just really really little things like 
I don't know uh, North American geography. I've learned that all from wrestling as well. It would be it would be very difficult to know what I would be like without that because it's always been such a huge part of my life. Um, as what I'd be doing, uh, I've always wanted to teach, so I, I, it's what I'd like to do after this in some way: go and lecture um, and in digital media or um, digital marketing, dick jokes or something. Um, and I, again, without wrestling and doing what I've done over the last five years now, I wouldn't be in potentially the position to, to do that. I don't know if I'll be able to do it anyway. Uh, so what would I... I'd have revived the Walrus brand, uh, I the think. Walrus it, brand. The Walrus <coughs> brand? The Walrus brand. Oh, Walrus. Walrus. Oh, Walrus. Walrus, right, both, right, right. Both. Yeah, yeah. That said, if wrestling hadn't been a thing, I'd have had more time to devote to Woolworths in the first place because I wouldn't be thinking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. So would it have died to begin with? No. No, no. it probably wouldn't. No. Um, uh. They bought it. They bought it for a million pounds, that brand. It's got to be worth about 15K now. I could was get the, a loan for 15K. Was the one you worked on in, was the one you worked in on the Isle of Wight? Yeah, Ride. Oh, it's, right. It's a Peacocks now. Ah, uh, what? Oh, yeah, it's awful. It was the it was the hut. It was the the center. So yeah, I'd I'd probably I, I'd have been heading up a Woolworths store. Is the answer the serious answer? Good time. Very good, Jack. Thank you. I'd probably be um, writing in some capacity because writing is. I've always done English at school. It's always been like my one, like my best subject, and then English at uni. So it's always been it's always been writing's been like the thing. So I'd probably be writing about... The whole video presenting thing was very much an accident. I don't know where that came from. Um, but no, um, probably... I'd probably be some kind of journalist or like columnist, but not anything important. It would be on sport or music because I can only write about fun things. Can't concentrate long enough to write about politics or anything. Uh, so that's that's... I've not really got a very interesting answer because there was only one thing I ever really was aiming to do as a career and that was to do with writing so there we go and um as for if it would have changed who i am if there was no wrestling i wouldn't have been a, a presenter on youtube so i think i'd probably be less outwardly confident but at the same time i probably wouldn't think so much about what people think of me because with youtube like eyes are on you all the time so i'd be more confident in one way and less confident in another which is strange strange way to think of it anyway matthew no, I like what you were saying there. I mean, it's a weird thing, but sometimes I'll make the effort because I've left my own devices. I look like, you know, a hillbilly gym. But if I'm going, uh-oh, people be looking at this, expecting certain quality, maybe it's Colorholic or my brand or anything else, I'm like, well, I better at least wash my hair, you know, do some sit-ups or something. So I like to think, yeah, I've improved because of those pressures, the good kind of pressure. But if I hadn't been for wrestling or getting involved in that, I probably would have gone similar to yourself, try to do some more writing, probably about film or TV, uh, which I kind of liked for a while, and then just got sick of writing because suddenly everybody became a critic with YouTube. Or joined the clergy, as was my plan when I was a kid. Really? Really? Yeah. I was very much into the whole God thing. The whole God thing? I'm surprised. So did you sort of lose your, your religious side? Did you? Mostly, yeah. It was weird because... You'd read, as a kid, you read stuff in the Bible and all these things, and you go, this is a good way of living your life, help others, mm-hmm. um, don't be a dick. Yeah, to, I can agree with all this. And then you suddenly meet people who are proper, really into the Christianity thing, 
and they're not really following anything that's written, that they've written in the Bible. It's really easy to do that as a kid and go, well, Jesus did this, so I'll do this. I'll help this person. And a lot of people seem to grow up and just be dicks, but still go, but that's all right. Because <laughs> I'm not doing one, two, three, four, and five, but I'm doing eight and nine, so it's all right. I'm nearly there. And mm. I sure. couldn't really get my head around it. So. Nah, fair enough. So you were gonna you yeah. gonna enter what with the aim of being like a vicar or a, a priest or something? I don't really know how it works. I like the idea of being that little vicar in the village who I'll get on my bike, I'll go get my bread, bread and milk from the local person. And they're all like, "Hello, vicar. Hello, Doreen. Hello, Jar." That's the dream, isn't it? This country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a little, one, of those, one of those little amazing. houses that's got like vines coming out the side. Come on, of Vicar. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait for the drop. Sorry. Oh, could have done with those, those prayers last night during that match, eh? Oh, I was going to say, you kind of are the Vicar of the wrestling world, aren't you? You're kind of that bloke in the village. I've got in no, no idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, people don't know me yell stuff at me, but it's not encouragement. Okay. Uh Anyway, moving on. Question number three. Topacon A up, lads. I was watching the podcast, finding great humour, and now you constantly flow between wrestling and obscure British TV references. Flow is the wrong word. Flow is not the right word there. Constantly, constantly (laughs) swerve wildly between wrestling and TV. Constantly great. Uh, I'm grateful to understand most of them. Feel bad for all the non-Brits tuning in, and God knows what they think. They love it. Oh, and suddenly it was like I unlocked an old suppressed memory and I had a vision back to when I was a child watching the Attitude Era W stars on The Weakest Link. My initial thought was that I just dreamed this, but I remembered it in such detail I convinced myself to search it. After a quick Google, I did indeed find out that they did two WWE slash WF themed episodes. And just to say, just to see Kane, should say that, stood at the podium in full gear is amazing to see. Yeah, bless him. He is right. It, they did make him wear his mask the full time. I can picture it. He had the, the vest on at the time, mm. didn't he? Is that yeah. one? I, I can see the thumbnail in my head. Thumbnail. Well, the two weakest link specials are just one. Yeah, two. Yeah, because there's the one where Arn Robinson Baba? goes. Yeah, and Kane won as one as well. But and Arn Rob- Booker T did so badly that they end up making fun of him on Raw. <laughs> there's a one where Arn Robinson goes, Steve Austin. Who are you? And he goes, what? That's <laughs> so funny. All the wrestlers pop, they love it. Yeah, and yeah. Know what the hell is going <laughs> no, on. No, she doesn't. She'd be a good general manager. No, she oh, wouldn't. Like, yeah. weakest link. At- Hater. No, she'd be brilliant. <laughs> she'd be up oh. there with Vicky Guerrero. The heat that she would have. Yeah, she's rubbish, isn't but she? But then though? at the end of every episode, <laughs> she'd go to the camera and just give a little wink. I'm not really a and dick. You know she's, yeah. Yeah. Carry on, Matthew, Sorry. Anyway, my question, because of this outstanding find, is do you have any random old wrestling memories, probably from childhood, that you were sure you have made up entirely when recalling them or were in fact true? Or maybe something you really did think happened, only to find out you totally made it up? Bye, Vegidi. <laughs> that was well done. Should, do you want to go first, Bye, Matthew, then? Or? <laughs> Hello. Thanks for all each and every one of you do. I think it gets said a lot, but you guys do more than you'll ever realise for so many people. I actually made friends at Mania 35 because we heard each other making cultaholic references. Oh, that's Aww, cool. That's, that's a cool. cool story. Owen from Near Leeds, in brackets, hopefully you've met enough folk from West Yorkshire to get this joke. We got it. Don't worry, Paul. Wait. I didn't. Is it because everywhere in West Yorkshire, people just exactly. say Near Leeds? It's like right. you're saying, where Newcastle. are you from? From Bishop Auckland. What? Oh. oh. I'm near Durham. What? I'm from near Newcastle. Oh, yeah. We right. I man, you know. So, yeah, we all we all get that. Uh, thank you very much for that question. It's nice to see people making friends because of Cultaholic. Oh, mm. 
That's nice. The, the fans make friends and we make enemies because we're in it. It's, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, any old memories that you thought were random that you made up but didn't? That type of thing? Yes. Yes. Go on. Oh, there's one that I was... It's one of my earliest memories of re- seeing wrestling on on a TV and I and I, I don't think it ever happened because I've never confirmed or denied whether it actually happened, but it's so unlikely that I just don't think it ever happened. I thought that... I thought that I, one of the first things I saw was Steve Austin battering Grandmaster Sexy. But while they're in the ring and it's all dark and there's lights going as well as if it's like an entrance is going on, it's as if he's jumped him during his entrance or whatever and he's just beating him down. And I just don't think there's any way. I've either mistook Austin or Grandmaster Sexy or both of them for different people. And I just don't think that's what was happening at all. So I, I've always, that's like my first memory of wrestling as well, but don't think it happened. The good thing about this is you'll get, the comments are going to tell you straight away. If oh, it I did. can't picture it. Yeah, if no. that happens, somebody's going to let you know. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm hoping th- mine's the same, actually. Go on. Um, so I've got some memory and I think it's really distorted because in my head, it was TNA on one of the early TNA pay-per-views putting on a one count match where you did the ref didn't need a count of three. They just needed a count of one because I can picture the finish. And I, th- I think I'm piecing this together from a gif from a long time ago on like 420 channel woo or something like that. Um, and it was Loki was definitely in it. And the referee was I'm 99% sure Scott Armstrong, which would have coincided with this because I think he left WWE in like 2002 or 2001 for a brief period. So I think that makes sense. Um, Loki hits a finish, goes for a pin, but before the one count can be made, uh, somebody jumps off the top rope and I don't know who that is and I don't know who Loki's pinning either. Uh, Somebody jumps off the top rope Breaks the pinfall, but Loki collapses on him anyway. The ref counts the one. That's the finish. I think I can picture long hair, so I'm thinking it was Jerry Lynn because he would have been around at that time. And Jarrett would have had short hair or he would have had the sort of medium hair. So that, Matthew? I try to think the only type of person to be feuded with at that time may have been Bob Backlund. Because he came back and had no. that weird X Division feud in 07. And that would kind of make sense because the one count is amateur wrestling. Because, in 07? Uh, no, this would, this would have been like 2003, 2004. Oh, forget it then. No, I have no that, idea. That is, when, that is when Loki and Jerry Lynn were like X Divisioning about, wasn't it? In the early days of yeah. TNA. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense, it was a the triple threat. Count. So I don't know who the third man was. Uh, you know, be easy enough to find, actually. I've got them all downloaded yeah. somewhere on an old hard drive. I might have a rummage through. But let me know in the comments. Save me the hassle. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Matthew? Uh, mine is, I forget why, but we were eating dinner and the TV was on the background. And we're like, you know, trying to eat and then watch TV. My mom's like, no, no, stop that. I'm not eat you. And it's Boy Meets World, which was a show I never really got into, but would watch because I was a kid, I'd watch anything. And Big Van Vader shows up. Yeah. I'm like, what? And then I'm just ignoring my mum going, that's Vader, that's that wrestling guy I've seen in the magazine. That's probably the first time I saw Vader on TV, in fairness. Other than it was just being, you know, in bleeding on the front cover of Raw. And uh, my mum got fed up and switched off. And I was like, no, 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 I want to see You know, the only time I cared about Boy Meets World when Big One Vader's on. And it seems so weird. Like, wait, why was Vader there? What was this, well, this wrestling show? I had show it in my head. him on this, car- on this show. And obviously he did, I- but then that, I've had that, I've had that memory 
of really wanting to see this program that I couldn't care less about. Just did that <laughs> one time, and my mom went, no, this time you're not watching it. We're going to eat by like a real family. No TV. Have you seen it since? I've seen clips of it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, I think the whole thing's on YouTube. I had it in my head that that was on Clarissa Explains It All. Was it Boy Meets World? Yeah. Okay. Was, there, was someone else on Clarissa Explains It All? Or Sabrina, maybe? Sabrina Billy was Gunn. on with Melissa Joan Hart, right? Yeah, Billy Gunn wrestled <clears throat> Salem the Cat on Sabrina <laughs> Teenage Witch. Did he? Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he That's lost. Cool. It's professional. Fair. We need to get Melissa anyway. Joan Hart involved. Is it Joe or Joan? Melissa Joe Joan Hart. Joan. We need Joan. to get her involved. She's a big wrestling fan. Get her on the channel. Yeah, yeah, she's huge. She follows Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't she, know that. She might, she might follow you. Yeah, she's a big wrestling ah. fan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, the official Twitter account, follows me as well. I mean, you know, the, Sonic, that, that Twitter, very accurate. Sonic's a smart, though. He doesn't let anything... He, he's very knee-jerk with his reactions. He is, man. He's, Knows his he's way around fast. the ring, though, right? <laughs> hey! That was good. I'm too, off. See you later. Too fast for the naked eye. Bye-bye, Pajidi. <laughs> Question number four. Mama Jobber from mumthejobber at gmail.com right. hey flower I noticed you and your little friends had Mafu's mum on your radio <laughs> your radio show to talk about your other friends love life I would like to know why you haven't invited me your mum to speak I still upset about the megabus ordeal love mum and you know that's genuine because it is mumthejobber at gmail.com oh yeah that's her email yeah 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 of course um, it is why would it be any different we did have that argument about the megabus that time uh, I mentioned it on the podcast. That's how they know it's not. It's not really Helen. Don't worry. Um, I love my favorite part of that is radio show. I don't know why yeah, that, that was really accurate. That was accurate. Show. I was like, oh, little I'm, radio show. The most the bit that scared me there was at the start when he said when he read high flower because she does call me flower, <laughs> oh. and I was like, oh, I was scared. I was like, she's not actually. But the most telling thing is that she would have said, "Ma'am, not mum." So uh, yeah. Uh, but thanks to that person for pretending to be my own mother. That's cool. But now you've said this, people can piece this together. Now they can do a convincing we'll one. one. I played... I flower, I, it's your wait, mom. I made this AI watch 15 hours of Jack's mom, and this is what it came back <laughs> It's probably the same nutter pretending to be you on Tinder. He's probably just going to do the whole job of family. Oh, he better no. not do me. Was it 32? Your son. Football mad, computer guy, can't play guitar. Computer guy. <laughs> computer guy. Computer guy. Yeah, that was the bio. Uh, that was all the lovely messages received this week. Thank you very much for sending them in. And don't worry, you can send yours in to mailbag at cultaholic.com. That was it. <laughs> Now for the segment, so good. Some of the YouTuber with a hundred times the followers nicked it. <laughs> I didn't. Stephen didn't nick it. Just to clarify, oh, of course he didn't. He borrowed it. A hearty hello to you, gentlemen, from Battle Creek, Michigan. Yes, the same one that RVD is from. Love that oh. place. Love hearing it. Battle Creek. Mm. With the recent splitting up of the Iconics and the imminent push of Peyton Royce, what? Imminent poosh. Oh, he's done, that's the that's uh, Andy's thing off what culture? Poosh, poosh gangrel. I oh. think that's a what culture thing. Poosh. Oh. It got me thinking. If other teams were forced to break up, who would have the better singles run? Here are a few suggestions that I thought would be interesting. 
And this is fastest thought first. We'll go around a circle. Sorry, I blanked then. Sorry, the coffee's running out. Uh, number one, the Viking Raiders. Who's got what's, what's the order? There what's we the go. Order I'm sorry, lads. Uh, Jack, Adam, me. Cool. Uh, I'll go for Eric. Ivar. Eric. Uh, based on nothing. Demolition, axe or smash? Oh, who cares? <laughs> axe. Crush. Uh, no, uh, smash. Smash for sure. I'd say smash because he was repo man, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, I've said the no. wrong one. Wait, was he? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong there? Barry Darso, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't see either of them doing well as... De- it Demolition Smash, IC champion now. <laughs> the Lucha Brothers. Whatever Pentagon is being billed as at the moment or Ray Phoenix Jr. Based on Lucha Underground, Pentagon's got more of a character. Even though Phoenix is arguably maybe the better wrestler, Pentagon's more interesting to me. Yeah, I, I agree. As far as like you look at him, he's the more interesting one, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Penta as well. They're both great, but yeah, I'll pick Penta because he looks cooler. The Nasty Boys. Uh, Brian or Jerry? That uh, threw me off so much seeing their first I names. I'm always called them Knobs or Sags. Yeah. Is, is Brian Knobs the main one? Brian Nobbs is, is the blonde. Well, is there a, yeah. is there a Hogan's mate? best pal, but he likes that one. Yeah. That, well. one that one. Yeah. That one. Nobbs. Yeah. Nobbs. Love Nobbs. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's the daddy I'm... in the family. Oh, Nobbs. Yeah. Nobbs. Nobbs. The Young Bucks, Matt or Nick Jackson? Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson. Uh, Nick Jackson, just to be different. FDR. Ooh. Dax Harwood. He's a better promo. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Yeah, Dax. I'll say Dasher then, just because... Dasher? Yeah. Yeah, Dasher. She's part yeah. of it. <laughs> Dasher Fuentes. Oh, sorry, we're on, we're on surname terms. Beg your pardon. You know, you and your mate Dean. No, you've just said a, you've no, you just said said a person that's no, not no. in... He's just not in FDR. You said Dasher. <laughs> Dashwood. Oh, Dashwood. Dash Harwood. Yeah, I shortened it. Dashwood. Oh, sorry. I thought sorry. you were just. I thought you were just. Uh, sorry, I thought you were just Matthewing it up. Sorry. <laughs> I did a Matthew. Yeah. Uh, the Butcher or the Blade? Ooh. Uh, the Butcher. Butcher. The butcher. He's just got that look. Mm. Proud and powerful. Santana or Ortiz? Santana. Ortiz. Oh, I can see them both doing well. But right now, Ortiz, just because of the, the facials. Breezango, Fandango, or Tyler Breeze? Oh. Like they were nice. solo guys. Yeah, they both were, and they were both hilarious. I feel like Fandango's absolutely hilarious. He's one of the funniest wrestlers ever. But I'll go for Breeze because I. If there was a Fandango match or a Breeze match, I'd think, I've got to watch that Breeze match, so I'll go for Breeze. But Fandango's so funny, man. Yeah. I think they're both really funny. I, I would go Breeze as well. On I, I think he's a slightly better wrestler. He's slightly more attractive. Oh, 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 controversial. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> go on. I'll back you up there. Uh, Tyler Breeze, he's a, he's a meat sandwich all by himself. Oh yeah, Fandango's very handsome. Also, mm. well, you can't take anything away from him. 
The B team. Kurt, what? Curtis Axel or Bo Dallas? Uh, Bo... What year was this sent? Dallas. <laughs> Dallas, I think. Dallas. It, it, the NXT gimmick, the chant yes. we're running around the ring. That's, that's great. Uh, I, I loved it. I was sad when they scrapped it. Yeah, at this point, Axel. But if they'd done the original stuff, the original Bo Dallas in NXT or the Bo Dallas they had when he was in the social outcasts? Mm-hmm. Oh, the when he rap- rubbish. Who did he rap yeah. battle? Was it Flowrider? When he he dropped was, some bars I on it. I don't remember that. He does a rap battle yeah. with someone. Yeah. I think it was Flowrider. But you're the guy with the beanie, so you'll know better than me. <laughs> uh, Mustache Mountain, Tyler Bate or Trent Seven? Oh, Tyler Bate. Yeah, Tyler. See, I think Trent is overall... He's got the stats in all the right places, whereas Tyler's just very good in the ring. Yeah, but Tyler's oh, also a fantastic promo. Yeah, Tyler's also 10. He's got such a future. <laughs> well, that's all right, because uh, Trent's nearly 40, so the average is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Imperium. Volta. Ma- oh, stop it right there. Uh, Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, or Alexander Wolf. It's Volta is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. You nice. think Volta. Yeah. Thanks for asking. What if you uh, threw Thatcher in? From the olden days. Oh. I thought you meant. I not, thought you no, meant not Maggie. Not Maggie. What have you doing Or Maggie's son with the helicopters. No, not even him. I genuinely thought. What about John Major? What do you do? All right. So apart from Volta, that. Mm. Uh, no, you Volta, got them. Rank them. Yeah. Rank them. Put, put them in order, Matthew. Walter's number number one. Number nine. Mm-hmm. Spy is Thatcher. Dry uh, Marcel. Yeah, I agree. Fear. No, I'm signing with Twitch. Oh. Alexander Wolf, I would have put higher, but the fact that they they gave him back to Germany and said, "Look, you can have him until we need him back." It's not a really good sign, is it? So I'll put Fabian Eichner above him. So Wolf's last. Ooh, I'd swap the last two round, but I agree otherwise. Yeah. I like Wolf. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Briscoes, Mark or Jay? Not sure how y'all <laughs> feel about Ring of Honor, it says. Uh, probably Jack Briscoe. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, I've not seen much Jack Briscoe. Apparently, he was absolutely phenomenal. Apparently, he was really good. Yeah. Oh, the promos Gerald and Jack would do together are pretty fantastic. Right. What was it? Oh, there's one that I have... Um, it's on Twitter where they're talking about they're going to have a tornado tag match against the Road Warriors and they're like, oh, you guys think you're so tough with those big old muscles. Well, let's see you do much when I put those big muscles on the back and your legs oh, are yes. in the air. It's like, oh. Uh, it's like Matthew McConaughey cutting a promo. Um, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go for, I'll genuinely go for Jack Briscoe. Ha ha. Because I'm, I'm smart. Ah, oh, nice. Pachini. Uh, I'll go for... Jay, they're oh, much the same. I, to wish me, to be gone for, I wish you'd gone for Gerald. Gerald. I was yeah, going to yeah, do. Yeah, I you, you've done the joke. I can't oh, just pick back off. Yeah, right, I'll, I'll, right. I'll, go, I'll go. Jay. I mean, you can't run a joke in the ground. I'm picking Joel Briscoe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Primo or Epico? Oh, Epico! As we've established Epico. on this channel, Epico yeah. is the far superior of the shining stars by a mile. He's the we shiniest ran- of the stars. Have you seen our video, Matthew? Every member of the shining stars ranks from worst to best. <laughs> no, no it's, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it. We did it. It was an April Fool's video, and we ranked them all. No, it wasn't. It just happened to go out on April Fool's. Day, <laughs> yeah, <we>? sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. And we ranked. We ranked them all, uh, and Epico was number one. So, yeah, that's good. 
The Jurassic Express, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, or wait for it, Marco Stunt. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. I try to get a good mix of teams from the past and the present and across a couple of brands. Kind of hard when Dewey doesn't have a lot of good tag teams. Ooh. Ooh. Who are the champs right now? Cesaro Nakamura That's and the right. Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Street Profits are good. I like them. Yeah. But then on Raw, what else is there? Because Andrade and Gaza look like they're not having fun. One of the Viking Raiders, Viking is, Raiders injured is injured. Where they're There's doing Cesaro and Nakamura... Versus no, Street Profits, yeah. aren't they? They they come over. That's that's why they just decided there's a quarterly brand versus brand thing. The, yeah, they brought it up again, didn't they? They went, remember that mm-hmm. brand versus brand, and everyone went, yeah. oh yeah. Right. Ignore you know, the fact that we're having a bit of issues with tag teams at the minute. Brand, brand versus brand should be a good match though. Uh, mm. Anyway, anyway, thank you for all your awesome content and make it available in actual podcast form. It gets really boring in a warehouse for twelve hours a day. Keep up the good work with all the heat in the world. TJ Allen, please try and mess it. that pronunciation up, Matthew. What? Thank you, make TJ. it available or oh, making it. No, does he mean? Thank you for he... making it available in actual. Oh, oh, oh sorry, so you're you're been yeah. oh, right, nice. right, Well, you're going to love this one. It's gone on for about four hours, mate. That's yeah. a third of your shift yeah. sorted. You're welcome. Yeah, oh, but you watch it after this podcast well... and you'll go, wow. I might as well ask you on camera, Adam. Who's our editing wrestlers of the week today? So I know who to send all the. Send the uh, stuff to Matthew again. Matthew, Matthew, again. We'll Matthew. Give him, give him some not not you, stuff. other so. other Matthew. Yeah, yeah. I think Unless you want to do it. Imagine a Botchamania edited wrestlers of the week. That'll be no, interesting. That, yeah, Simpsons yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That'd be great. Well, that's when Tubman's edit. I can always tell when Tubman's edit or something because yeah. If anyone's watching a video and sees a lot of Simpsons, uh, like stock image, not stock it, Simpsons images. It's it's a Richard Tubman joint. Mm-hmm. Or anime. <laughs> or anime references, yeah. Likes his anime as well. He's a good lad, that weeb. Oh, he's listening now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's muted, so it doesn't matter what he says. He can't he can't yeah. reply. Prick. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Uh, same <laughs> to you. Not very nice from the sale on the stream, is it? Anyway, thank you very much for the Reese's Pieces. You can send your Reese's to the same place as the mailbag, which is mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's cultaholics. Wow, what a long and meandering podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not done yet. This week's big question is, what is your favourite? This is in honour of, obviously, Jack the Jobber messaging famous uh, WWE wrestler and UFC fighter CM Punk, because CM Punk's entrance at Money in the Bank 2011 is considered by many to be the best one-off entrance of all time, the crowd reaction, the emotion, but there have been others. So what's your favourite one-off WWE entrance? Go on, Jack. Mine is CM Punk at Money in the Bank 2011. <laughs> oh, just, if, if, if that, if that wasn't your favourite. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Um, ooh, right, okay. I suppose, apart from Punk, it's WrestleMania is always up there because they really pull out the bag for a lot of the entrances. Rusev on a tank is, is up there because that was fantastic. Uh... Just to keep it, just to keep the theme, I suppose I'll go for CM Punk's last entrance in Ring of Honor before he left to go to WWE because he's just been a heel. He's been on this monster run. He's finally lost the belt to, I think, Jamie Noble. And um, he's about to come out 
for his last match against Cole Cabana, against his best mate. And he's a, he's a baby face again because the storyline's over. It's just his last match. And he comes out and just the streamers and he's crying. And it's just really, it's one of those moments in wrestling where you're like, this is a really genuine moment. And it's really nice. And nice. then he loses to Cabana. He puts his mate over on the way out as well. Ugh. So that's, um, I'll go for that one. What was he? Wait, uh, oh, wait, sorry. I, I, Matthew, I was going to say, what was the song? Because Matthew will know what song he used. I was about well, to ask. That's yeah. what I was about to ask. Because he used a variety of different songs. Uh, he did, didn't he? Um, it was a, oh, was it like, so, it, it sounds song, like, isn't it? it uh, sounds like a social distortion song or something, a bit like that. Uh, oh, Snooky Loopy? Yeah, yeah. He comes out of Snooky Loopy. <laughs> Matthew's um, having a Google. I'll, he's well, having Matthew's a having a Google. Yeah, I thought that I'll, I know the I'll, AFI one, which is a uh, Misaria Kante. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a more happy one than that. Oh, it sounded like a social distortion song or like like a like story. You know, story of my life. Story of my life. It wasn't that, but it's that sort of vibe. <laughs> what the One Direction song? No, no, oh. <laughs> not the One Direction. The story of my life. Punk comes up. <laughs> comes up this is my final match ever Scotty doesn't punk. know Scotty doesn't know Punk comes out so that's what makes you beautiful oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to go with an Undertaker one but I'm torn between the obvious Undertaker one I think anyway which was uh, 29 with the hands yeah yeah that was cool which is amazing and like mm. and it's it's given us my favourite wrestling photograph ever which is just of that moment you see a silhouette of Taker with the hands coming up and it's just incredible just a brilliant beautifully um, beautifully taken photo uh, or Wrestlemania 9 where he comes out hmm. with the raven mm. Mm, which I really ah. like and I just I just thought it was cool as hell I almost said crow then when he uh, I just thought it was really, really cool when I was a kid and it stuck with me for an awful long time. I think it's a really cool entrance. I thought you were going to go for 20. Go on. When he came back against Kane and it's all the oh, druids and the flames. Yeah, yeah Bearer, cool. Bearer no, comes that, out I think the hands is cooler. Fair enough. Yeah. He's had some, he's had some, I know he said some Whopper oh, yeah. ones, but that's, I think that's OSW's IP that I've just stolen there. He's got some Whopper well, entrances, like... You take everybody else's, That was so, Belfast, sorry. not Dublin, Jack, come on. Um, so that, that's... Taker's a good one. Matthew, have you found mm. what the song was? Uh, yeah, the... Do you mean Bouncing Souls, Ole... No, you'd know that one. Uh, Night Train. Don't know. By Bouncing Souls. Let's look at the Ring of Honor ones. There's Hate Breed, A Call for Blood. No. Does that sound right? <laughs> Living Colour, Pul- the Colour... No, it's not that one, obviously. No, and color. that's all the ones I've got listed here. Apart from AFI, so... Maybe it was just a one-off. let us know. Yes, yeah, we'll yeah. move on rather than be boring here. And... Uh, da, da, what was I going to say? Oh, can I can I guess yours, Matthew, please, friend? Oh, okay, yeah. I've got two. But one's is a quick it, mention. One's is it Anita? One. Oh, it wasn't, but it should be. Because that's... <laughs> Anita? That gets posted. Oh, Anita, know, yeah. I know exactly what you say, Anita's entrance, and everyone knows oh, exactly what you mean. Because it Japanese gets posted on Twitter. Deathmatch guy. I thought yeah. Anita. I was like, Anita? Yeah, Anita. someone's Andy. Anita Skeeter. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Jimmy's wrestling legend Onita. Yeah, oh, I'll say this one then because it gets it's on Twitter every freaking week, and I love it. He makes his entrance at uh, a bunch of New Japan shows he appeared on because reasons. And you have to remember, Onita is seen by a lot of people who like watching Japan as this crappy hardcore dude who couldn't wrestle, so he needed all the gimmicks to get himself over. That's a real thing. So he comes out, and he's been a huge, huge good guy in FMW. 
But now it's years later and he's lied about retiring and all this. His reputation's a bit... Nah. He's in New Japan where it would be like, you know, Zandig showing up to take on, you know, uh, who was in WWE? I don't know, Cesaro. So he'd be like, what? What the hell are you doing here? How, how dare you exist? So he comes out and just sits down, smoking the cigarette, <laughs> looking like he's having the best time of his life. And there's all these Japanese people, boo! Like, how dare you? You're smoking before a match. Like, you're already unathletic and a bum. And how dare you say, that's awesome. Such an amazing entrance. I believe that's the Masachono one where the Masachono arrives in one of those giant Jeeps. Oh, nice. Just to, you know, show that he's cool. Anyway, that, that's a good one. But Go on, what was he? Yeah. No, I was going to say, what was the other one? A quick mention to Dan Barry at OTT's, uh, I forgot what it was, but they live streamed it earlier this year during the start of lockdown, where Dan Barry is just completely overwhelmed by the crowd's reaction. Oh, and he kind of looks, it's actually the end of the match, but I'm just going to say it anyway, because I want to say it. He looks stunned almost. Because Dan Barry, he's a, you know, he's had, it's weird, isn't he? When he's popular online, popular on Twitter, but not necessarily that popular in big companies or getting booked lots of places, nothing else like that. Yeah. A cult hero. So to be in Ireland, I'm not sure if he wrestled there before, but clearly those people were all those people that thought of him as a big deal. And he's looking around and he's just completely and utterly overwhelmed by the response he's getting. And it's it's a hell of a moment. Mm. It really gets you. And I wouldn't want to say that one because it's going to end up on a negative note. But we don't like that type of weird positivity feelings here. So I'm going to say, unironically, just to defend it, WrestleMania 31, Triple H dresses the Terminator. Fantastic. I love this. Match. Yeah. No, that's I thought it was so the best. I know it was Italian. Uh, I know there's like Arnie had the sponsorship because the bloody Terminator film came out so it was in the Hall of Fame and the Arnold Classic and all that palaver don't care I love the idea of Triple H coming out with the gear and the only negative thing is that he didn't keep it on to Wrestle Sting I would have now, loved it with my favourite Wrestlemania I, I don't think that is a negative ending because I would defend I'll defend any every all the Triple H entrances at Wrestlemania it was uh, yeah. Wrestlemania 33 me and Adam were sat in different bits but we'd gone for a drink and we'd met up in the concourse and we would, I remember us chatting and being like, how's the show going for you? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. We're like, I wonder what's next. And then we just hear like, just the first chord of the game. We both were like, right, see you later. <laughs> Got to go and watch Triple H's entrance. And it didn't disappoint. I think that was the one with all of the bikes, which was hilarious uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. Oh, my I've favorite got another, one. another one. Oh, go a on, quick go on. one. Just a really recent one, which wasn't like a monument. There was no sort of massive stage production. In fact, production messed it up quite a bit because he was bopping all over the place. But Edge at this year's Rumble, just for oh, that face. Just yes. for that face. Amazing. And the lyrics to the song worked with what was going on as well. Mm. Oh, that gives me goosebumps still, that one. Except yeah. for I see clearly because we couldn't see a pissing thing. <laughs> Aye. Just for that one video of the guy, the Scottish guy who I've met, going, all right, who's it going to be? I reckon it's going to be MV, uh, Tom Ziggler or something. And then you think you know me. And I'm going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> His face is turning into Munch's scream, you know. Like, oh, good times. Weird scenes. This is the longest one people. ever. Uh, no, my, you're right, my you're, mixer. You know yeah, okay. No, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Two oh, and, okay. It's just gone two and a half hours. Oh, my God. Happy oh. Christmas. It'll be marginally shorter than that when we cut like little. Yeah, we'll bits lose a good two though. minutes off that. Let's <laughs> 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 oh, our speech would be great. Apart from that, Al Snow's entrance in ECW with all the heads. Ooh, great shout! Great shout! Leave your favorite entrances. Yeah. down below. Yes. 
Cool. Yeah. Sweet. And that, yeah. as they say, is that. Pichidi, do you have anything to plug? Anything upcoming that the people should be getting excited, getting the cats excited for? No, I don't think so. Uh, t- Twitch as usual on Tuesday evening, twitch.tv forward slash cartaholic, more British TV. I haven't decided what yet. Maybe some You Bet, I think, this week. Um, which some people, people, well, I, I tried to watch some the other day, but it was some weird, like a uh, summer fate. Ver- it was just odd. It was, it wasn't a proper episode of You Bet. But I know people will like it if they give it a chance. Lovely, Jack. Um, me and Sam are going to see our mate Sparky after work today, and we haven't seen him since the start of lockdown. So I'll plug that because I'm excited. So, <laughs> oh. okay. yeah. so come along. They're going to be uh, where are you go. No, no. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, lots of stuff coming up on the Colorholic channel. I'll still need to get used to using Twitch, so I'm ready for that Twitch purge that we're doing. Until then, please, please, please go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Did you just fart? No, I put my can down. Was that? I swear you did that, and I heard a suspicious noise. Uh, it's bad timing, look. That's what you heard. Okay. Anyway... I can if you want me Patreon. to. Patreon.com forward slash called the Holic Brothers. Three amazing picks that I won't reiterate because bloody hell. And mailbag at goldholic.com. We thank you very much for your patience. We hope you've enjoyed this as much as we have. And please, you know, it's the end of the episode when we ask you to put your hands up to the webcam. And on the count of three, say the thing we all know and love. One, two, three. Join us. Join us. Join us. <laughs> 